So we already know that Batman goes down, right, on the front end. Batman eats pussy. Batman eats pussy. Ba- okay, that is, all right. That is a 100% confident stance I am willing to die on. Genuinely, yeah. from the bottom of my heart, I couldn't, like, I didn't. Okay, this is, like, in the same vein of showing Batik. <laughs> uh, of, like, where it's, like, this is, like, a pretty ridiculous thing that, like, I think everybody's blowing up to, like, a, a, a very big proportion. Oh, yeah, it's gonna but, be nothing by the time this episode comes out, I assume. But, <laughs> I have to, okay, I have to, alright, so, showing Bat Dick, like, okay, I guess I understand why they wouldn't want to show Batman's hog uh, on, a, on a comic panel. Okay, I get that, sure. And, like, the well, fact like, that, you know, whatever. Imagine the fun of drawing one, though. Sure, no, yeah, no, fu- no drawing Bat Dick must be so fun, yeah. but... Libra Mayor must have gotten paid but for that. Well, how can you say that heroes don't eat pussy? Yeah, that that's misogynist thing to do. That's misogynist. Okay. Is what it is. But here, but here's here's a, here's a question I wanted to pose to you. You're telling Victor me. Calvo, you're telling you're telling me. of American nerds alongside. Yeah, yeah American Cruise. nerds. Hi guys. Episode, episode eighty three. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. June 16, um, twenty one. Does yeah. do you think Batman eats ass though? Definitely. You're fucking insane if he doesn't. Are you kidding me? Of course What's he does. Reasoning? What's your huh? reasoning? What's your reasoning? If he could hit it, if he could eat it from the front, why do you think he will eat it from the back? Because he's he dresses like a gigantic fucking bat every night. You're gonna tell me he doesn't eat ass? Get the fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> he does like to go down you know? and dirty, so that's, like, that's true. Like, dude, like, and, and like, <laughs> you know what it kind of reminds me of too? Also, this issue, like that, like whole story, like, uh, what, what was that thing that we were like? annoyed about like oh the lola bunny thing where yeah. like where like um people got uh, people were angry because of lack of titty lack like of fictional bunny titty not specifically that but like the reasoning behind it where oh, yeah. it's like where it's like oh like you know like you uh, we want like uh what was it like we want like our female characters to like respect themselves or something like that yeah, and like, like that as if like kind of spinning it you're implying yeah, yeah you're implying, implying that, that being like, yeah, athletic people don't have large breasts no, no, impl- implying that you can't be, like, implying that you can't be, res- like, you know, you can't respect yourself. Yeah. While also being, like, more, like, I guess, like, scandally dressed. But, like, this is the same thing. It's like, what, you're really telling me that heroes don't want to pleasure women? Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> like, it, it's insane to me. Like, yeah, it, like... <laughs> the, the Lola Bunny thing was more so on the lines of, like, you're... It's you're ridiculous, a, yeah. Yeah, like, it was the implication of, like, you're not a strong you know individual or in this case like a strong female. If you dress that way. If you dress, like, yeah, if you dress with, like, big-ass bunny tits and and a big bunny ass but like that which makes no sense which at the end of the day in, in terms of both arguments right now they're both fucking cartoons like yeah i, I mean like, regardless like someone's dying, gonna draw like, it regardless in, in, in eastern european countries right now regardless <laughs> someone's gonna regardless someone's gonna make their own fan art like there's gonna be yeah. fan fiction out there so why even like and might as well capitalize on it you know like <laughs> What, and yes, DC and yes Batman children are dying one? sure children oh, okay. are dying sure that is an issue but <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that's a joke. That's a joke. I'm gonna stop right there. <laughs> I, I, I I already felt the punchline coming, and I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. I, I'm just thinking like, you know, man, like I don't understand it. I think Cullenlingus should be fine. I don't understand why that's a bet, but I don't know why the upper the upper echelon at DC would get angry over a scene from the Harley Quinn show of all things. Something they have their priorities all over children. the way. They have their yeah. priorities all over, like, all over the world, like, yeah. no, all over the, the table. Like, w- w- p- pick what you want to, like, really, like, be worried about. You know, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. It's a Harley. It's Harley Quinn. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's literally it's the kind of show that you're supposed to be for kids. If and, if, like, uh, if if you're gonna have a scene where Batman eats out, 
<laughs> Catwoman. If you HBO know, Max, <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? If HBO Max wasn't a thing, this would be on Adult Swim. You know, like, yeah. it's, that's like that's stupid. Like, it's not like, uh, like the entire fucking. Bro, they're making fun of Batman's dead parents and the fucking Harley Quinn. Like, they you're telling me Batman's dead parents and everything. They made fun of I... him in Teen Titans Go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They went back in time in the movie. They went back in time to save his parents from being shot. They fucked up the timeline. They had to go back, and you see and Robin wasn't Robin. Yeah, it was, was specifically Robin. Yeah, literally his adoptive grandparents. Yeah, his adoptive grandparents just. <laughs> yeah, and you literally hear the gunshot. You hear pop pop. And it's like, yeah, no, yeah, there, the there was no, there was no nuance there. That was just like, yeah, this, yeah, Robin made sure they died. Yeah. If, we could, if we could, if we could get away with that, what the fuck is, what, what's the big deal about? Why can't Batman eat pussy? Why can't Batman eat pussy? Yeah. It's, it's, remember J- Uncle Junior in The Sopranos? Uncle Junior. Where, where, <laughs> where like, um, I, like, uh, apparently, like, I guess that that's a thing where it's like not machismo to like eat pussy, yet. Like, like he, he's they, obviously like they all still do. Like, you know, it's supposed to be like a secret thing, but <laughs> but like they made such a big deal about it, and it got to the point where like Uncle June like was literally about to physically assault his girlfriend, and instead <laughs> of like assaulting her, he like got a pie and hit her in the face. God, it's fucking like it's it's ridiculous. Like you're like you're literally like trying to you're trying to make it seem like oh like what like okay heroes only pussy. Like are you playing also like what like. The, like it's not machismo to eat pussy. Like what? What the fuck are you talking about? Like this is so weird. <laughs> I don't know. In the end, though, that'd be a whole in the end of the conversation. In the end of the day, in the <laughs> end kidding. of the day, Batman eats pussy. Iron Man definitely eats pussy and oh, ass. Yeah. Iron Man eats ass. Why do you think he has that mustache like that? <laughs> Why do you think he has a facial hair like, like a facial um facial hair like that? It's a yeah. it, it's a chocolate collector. Um, yeah. Oh god so, damn! God, so whoa, okay. <laughs> American nerds. Yeah, hey, we uh, so back, E three was finished. this week. Yeah. yeah, a lot of shit happened, especially from E three. Um, I mean, as of well, yeah, as of yesterday, it ended in our time. You're probably be getting this tomorrow or on Thursday. We're recording this on the sixteenth of June. Yes, a Wednesday, and. Yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, okay. Aside from a couple of announcements, this was like a decent E3. But, you know, obviously COVID stuff aside, there were some really weak p- moments in it that just kind of killed the hype for me dead. Yeah. You know, in some conferences. But it, it was strong in the beginning, and it ended strong. At, no, and it was strong at the end as yeah. well. Yeah. So we're going to, yeah, I, I'm, we're I'm happy we'll... about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like to be honest, I don't like. I think this is like one of the most like under. It's one of the more underwhelming E3s we've had in a while. You know, like there hasn't like bes- I get. I guess besides like you know like some pretty cool trailers. Like you know there wasn't any crazy announcements. Uh, we're gonna get to everything in e, uh, well, I, E3. I, I figured there was a couple. I think. Yeah, like no, there is no, there is. But like in terms of like you know shattering like oh announcing the Phantom Pain or like or you know bringing back like the the Breath of the Wild reveal you know original or something like there wasn't <laughs> anything huge like that. I guess that really like that really like you know I guess like caused ripples in pop culture. I I'd, um, I'd argue at least. For like some diehard fans, there were some really, really happy. It was like more of like a fa- talk about. This is more of like a, I guess, like a more niche E3 in terms of like the properties they were really showing off and like what they wanted to do. But there, there are really cool things. Um, we're gonna Which get makes to because uh, it was, yeah, yeah. it was the first virtual one. But we'll yeah, get to that yeah, later. this is we like a po- this, stuff. This is like a a, a real post COVID E3, you know, and oh, yeah. like. Yeah, and, and, and you know, we're, we're, we're going to get to all that. But, but, you know, before we get into, like, all the E3 shit, there are news from other places uh, that actually kind of relate to E3. Um, a little bit. 
A little yeah. bit, yeah. You want to start about, off with the Netflix stuff? Yeah, let's let's talk about Geeked Week. I, I hate that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, dude, I was watching the fucking live streams. It was almost it was the cringiest thing I've ever seen. Do you think? It do you think with the go through? Do you think with the success of like DC fandom? that like that was a major push for a lot of these like studios and companies to start doing this kind of thing like i i feel like this is a trend coming in well it's kind of been a trend like in the video game industry but like now with like netflix and like i wouldn't be surprised if we got like oh like uh, a sony con or something like that like you know i'm I'm going a little too uh i'm going a little ahead of myself here but like we're getting a witcher con (laughs) in a couple of weeks yeah and i and i i think that's crazy part of it i think it has to deal with you know like something like fandom but Really, like in, in terms of COVID, you know, it's it's essentially people. It, it's essentially like these these uh, companies and entities just taking it upon themselves to do their own presentations and their own, you know, panels and events. Essentially, Which because practically it makes like, sense. It, like pragmatically, it, it makes sense why yeah, you would want to do would, that. Ideally, you would be spending less money because you're not like you know doing it through another venue, say like an E3 or something like that. Which it's is what, more of a spotlight. You know, it's more of a spotlight yeah. for like everything you want to do. You know, and it's like a lot of these things like you know they, they don't get caught up in the wave of E3, which you know like depending on obviously depends on what gets announced. You know, well that's uh, the thing. You also have to announce some good shit too. And yeah. I'd say for like for some of this Geek Week stuff, it was some of it was, was good, good, and then some of it good, was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, I, I'm I'm scrolling down the stuff that. I, came out from day one here i don't see anything that was interesting to me i'm sure people are into vikings or lupon and and stuff like that but like okay, i heard lupin's pretty good two. i heard like i heard like loop like i i know a lot of people are behind lupin yeah same I, here it's, I'm not, it's just I, not a show i've caught on honestly. yeah yeah but um with day two scrolling down this article oh by the here, way that's a great name for vikings valhalla like oh, uh, yeah. like a continuing thing. I, that's great I'm, I'm trying to remember it, it, it's a spinoff off of this history series but like I don't know if it's a sequel or something like that. I remember hearing about it a while ago. I did not know it was coming this um, this soon. But scrolling down the stuff for like day two, that's where we start getting into things. The, the 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 better, like I guess, the more like uh, exciting stuff. Yeah, like okay, so we got the title cards for season three of Umbrella Academy, which I still haven't mm-hmm. finished. Season two, I still need to get back on that. Yeah. But the the most notable thing out of that day was um, an update on the Cowboy Bebop show. The live action series coming this fall with Yoko Kano doing the score again for this, so that's good. Oh, dude, that's okay. I, <laughs> that's all right, very I, good. I, I, no, yeah, it's great. It, no, it's really cool. Um, I know they're like Yoko Kano's been getting in a lot of heat recently. Um, really? Yeah. Um, I, I guess like, well, maybe, maybe like, maybe I guess like in like, uh, like at least in the social circles, like on the internet that I'm on, but like you know, YMS. Um, Your movie he, sucks, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he made, uh, he does streams and like a lot of times like, he, you know, he does his stream highlights and, you know, he talks about like a lot of like movie stuff and, um, there like somebody on his stream made an accusation that, uh, Yoko Kano, or no, actually, no, here's what it was. It was, he was reviewing Judas and the Black Messiah and there's a song in Judas and the Black Messiah that sounds a lot like a song from Yoko, from y- Yoko Kono yeah. and he, and he was, and like, he was kind of saying like, oh, this kind of sounds a lot like it. I, I, I don't know if they like ripped off that, whatever um but you know it's fine whatever it's just a little nitpick for me because he's also a music he's a music buff so like he's a musician so you know obviously like he's pretty like you know like like nitpicky with those kinds of things i remember it, seeing that video i'm if i'm trying if i remember clearly isn't it that like yoko kano stole music from something else as well isn't that the accusation so, i've been hearing so basically that song that he thought was ripped off like was ripping off a yoko kano song i forgot which film it turns out that like that was the original song and it turns out that like and he starts looking back at it in other works of Yoko Kano. It's like they sound very, very similar mm-hmm. to a lot of like 
you know, past like music that like, you know, there's also making the argument like, oh, like maybe like like an inspiration or like, you know, uh, or this is like sampling, whatever. But like, there's not really like any like credits when it comes to it. And like you compare the songs and like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not well versed in like, you know, uh, music, music production and engineering. uh, But, you know, like from an unlike from an untrained ear, like it, it does sound a little like damn, you know, like it's really like it's really uh uh it's it's very similar it's very similar yeah. yeah it's very similar and like you know i i i don't know if that's gonna be a thing that's gonna maybe follow her more into the future because these accusations have been a thing for years well that's a that's actually a very common thing that's happened in the music industry for years now like you uh, some people in some cases it's pure coincidence and then in some others, it's it's blatantly stealing. Like there's the there the the most famous one, and I think obviously the most recent one. I think or tech, probably probably the most recent one. I mean, is um, blurred lines and the Marvin Gaye song. How they're how they like essentially they just ripped off the 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 Marvin Gaye song and used it for blurred the, as the, like the main beat for blurred lines. Then you get stuff like George Harrison doing My Sweet Lord, taking it from um I think some Motown group there. I just can't remember mm-hmm. and. You know, this happens. It actually happens way f- more than you'd think. And it happens often, sure. Yeah, yeah and, but and like it's, it's not. It's not you know to like excuse it or anything like that. It's just something that like it could probably just be coincidence, as it's been the case with some you know. I'm gonna uh, link you places, but you know, I'm gonna link you some of the videos. That is super shocking to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna link you like the videos at least I've been watching. Again, you know, this is me just saying, hey, watch this YouTube video that like explains this thing. You know, like I, you know, like mm-hmm. like I'm not like I'm not being like concrete about like her. You know, uh, being uh, ripping off like you know uh, songs before, but you know, it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting point of conversation that I feel like uh, that I feel like might maybe like be brought up later in the future especially now with this new with like this new iteration of cowboy bebop yeah well and and to bring it back to like anime and kind of you know music in a more broader sense i mean there are there are definitely a lot of compositions out there that just kind of take a little melody or a little motif from an existing song kind of like reformatted or or you know re-implement it into their own piece i remember doing a song with a with a group a few years back where the the middle the like the trend uh trying to remember the the musical term for it here oh but like the transitional phrase into the uh, to the chorus for the piece was straight up ripped off from like an angelo badalamenti melody from twin peaks or at least it sounded like that to me because it, mm-hmm. it it felt like that but then you go you go into anime the the funniest example to me and you haven't seen it but there's but arcada brought it up in his ava video i love there's arcada a, there's a there's a really really good track from the Ava soundtrack I think it's called Decisive Battle that is straight up like it sounds ripped off from an old I think Thunderball or some other old 007 movie that came mm-hmm. out beforehand obviously and that's it, it's it's not surprising to me to, to hear shit like that yeah yeah hey here I, I sent you I sent you uh, the link to the video yeah. um regardless the- I'm very excited that Yoko Kano oh was oh yeah yeah you know because it's at least more Yoko Kano yeah of course I mean like yeah that's not to discredit like you know the work that she's done or her influence you know because obviously Cowboy Bebop is one of the most influential pieces of like media that's ever been released yeah and you know um that that's just like an interesting you know point 
that's just like an interesting like thing that I've been hearing in the conversations. I sent you the, the link to the video. It's a uh, yeah, I uh, see it here. Yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, YMS talking to Destiny. Uh, Destiny is a, is a, a big like uh, <laughs> Didn't streamer. Happened to Destiny recently. Every, everything ha- dude, There's always something happening with fucking Destiny. It's like, okay. there's always something happening with fucking Destiny. Look, because I uh, hear shit like destiny and then or no dream the minecraft guy or whoever the fuck he is well and then I, there, there was some shit with trisha i don't want to get into it it was just oh well, I've well been no seeing a lot of drama going on YouTube well yeah wise. no the trish the whole trisha h3 thing is completely separate from uh, like the whole dream and like uh the whole dream thing i don't know what's going on there i think that has something to do with vosh as well um oh fuck really? and, and, and like why the and, fuck like, does vosh always have to get in somewhere <laughs> bro fuck like uh, vosh is uh, whatever vosh yeah. um and like vosh and destiny they're like basically having like a divorce right now like, okay. like yeah like it's just like I, a twitch it's like twitch streamer like drama and shit and the whole like trisha h3 thing that has nothing to do with that but that's also like another big drama thing that's been happening i know it's just been, it's just something that I've, that's been on my timeline too much and it's like i need this to stop <laughs> yeah, I highly, I highly recommend you watch that video. Though. I highly yeah. recommend it. It's, it's really fucking, inter- especially if like you're obviously you, you being a music student, like you, you, you would find it more like more fascinating than I would probably. Um, yeah, I that's, mean, I, not I, to say I it's not fascinating, it, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I will say. Let's go back to Cowboy Bebop for a second. We get a look of John Cho. Yeah. Okay. So everybody's been talking about his hair. In this. Okay. And I gotta say, he looks really good. All right. I, I, okay. Fuck, I, okay, dude. All it, right. It, it, it kind of boggles my mind a little bit because like yes the hair is great and i honestly personally when when this was announced that he was going to play spike i think he was a pr- pretty good choice for spike i <laughs> and i'm still kind of excited yeah. for it but as i i wish i could like see less of the wrinkles in his face in that video for see, me that's to feel a big more thing. confident about you know him with spike we we went we went boss deep into this when it was first announced that Bebop was getting a live action show and like I've always wanted a live action adaptation of Bebop mm-hmm. under Ryan Johnson to be honest um, but you know I was never hundred percent sold on John Cho as uh, as Spike you know I kind of you know I kind of wanted a JGL maybe but fuck look after that video was announced I was on Twitter God damn. Steven Yeun would have been a fucking amazing Spike. Oh, yeah, definitely. Fucking Jesus Christ. What, like... He's probably what? the right age for him, too, right He's now. perfect. No, he's perfect. Yeah. Okay, Spike is supposed to be 27. And, like, that's very purposeful because 27 Club, a lot of Cowboy Bebop is, is you know, inspired by just, you know, music, about yeah. music history. And, like, and like Spike is supposed to... Was, uh, was modeled after a lot of famous musicians. And, you know, at, you know... And, and like, it's very... It's very... He's supposed to be young for a very, like, you know, it, his youth matters a lot to, like, the context of the story because, again, this is a, a guy who wasted his youth on, you know, on just, like, this life of crime. And he's kind of at a point with almost like a midlife, not not really a midlife crisis kind of thing, but where he's just kind of regretting so much of his life, even though he's so young. And, like, that's a big part of Spike's character. And, like, John Cho's age, you know, like, again, you could, you know, like, age and actors, like, that, that like, you can do a lot with that in, in film, but... It, it really is hard to see John Cho as like the laid back, cool Spike, you know. Not to say John Cho can't play that off, because I'm sure he can. Oh no, but- I'm confident that he can. It was just the visual, and I I don't want to get like ageist or anything like that. But, like, I mean, it's not I, ageist. It's just yeah. the, it's, it's just but, like, like just that's the point the of the visual, character, like, you know. His, his wrinkles and shit like that in the video. I'm sure it was just a behind the scenes thing, and you know. I mean, yeah, it, it was. But no, I mean, yeah, it was a behind the scenes thing. But they could fix yeah. it up in post. But like that threw me off for like a second. I'm still confident that he could do a pretty good job. Yeah. Which, I, I just looked he's a great it up actor. right now. Yeah. I just looked it up right now. It's his birthday today. He's 49 oh, years old. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, John Cho. <laughs> Frequent <laughs> listener of American Nerds. Um, yeah, well, Good um, luck yeah, on so, that thing. 
<laughs> so yeah, we we see uh we see uh, John Cho as Spike, we see uh, uh, Mustafa Shakir as Jet as a uh, Jet, um, and we also see uh. Fuck. Well, we don't see them as the characters. I've been well, seeing this shit get okay, thrown sure. around where it's like sure. this is them in costume. And it's like no, it's not. Sure, They're I apologize. Arm. Sure, <laughs> I sure I apologize. Like this is I, I, it looks like they just got off set. Is what I'm trying to say. It looks like they're the... on the set from home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then we also have um, uh, da- uh, Daniela uh, uh, Panita as Faye Valentine. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, she looks really good. Uh, um, I I can't fucking wait to see how Vicious looks. I I forgot that they casted Vicious in this. Alex Hassel. Yeah. But you know what the weird thing is? Where the fuck is, um, where the fuck is Ed? Are they not having Ed on this show? Ayn's a part of this. Ayn is a part Ayn of this. Is, but not Ed, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's really... Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that. I don't know if they're going to bring in Ed later, maybe, which which would make sense. You know <laughs> but, like, I would who would be... I would just be these 10 episodes and nothing more if I don't uh, like it. Sure, but that's not going to be the case. That's <laughs> not going to be the case. But, fuck, you know who would who can probably play a fucking fantastic Edward? Who? Fucking, um... Uh, I'm trying to... I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look uh, for her. Um, I'll throw in a random name here, but it's honestly just because I saw her in the news that she got cast in the Spielberg movie. But uh, Julia Butters, I think, because you know, probably from what I've seen of her, good child actress. She could probably oh, no, be a pretty convincing Ed. You're gonna li- you're gonna love this choice, Kaylee Spaney from Devs, who play yeah. Lyndon. Yeah, okay, I see it. I definitely see it. I think that is so perfect for the character of Ed. You know, um I, I you know, I'm not I'm not I, I don't wanna like, you know, misgender her or anything. I don't know what she identifies as. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Ed was always supposed to be like a you know, a gender fluid character. Like his ge- like like uh there. their gender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I guess, yeah. Their gender was never supposed to be like a re- a really big part of their character, you know. It's just like Ed is just Ed, you know? And, like, uh-huh. I think, like, you know, obviously watching Devs, you know, uh, uh, who uh, Kaylee plays, which is Lyndon, who is supposed to, who is uh, what I assume to be a trans character. Um, no, in he, the show, it's... Um, he identifies, identifies, as, he identifies as, male. as male. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, identifies uh, as male. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I think, I, I, I think like, and, like, you know, obviously, I, I think she was one of the best parts of Devs. I think she could play off that, like, that, that the kind of uh, energy that, that uh, Ed needs. Yeah, you know? no, I, I, I could, I could strongly support that. I think it's perfect. Really yeah, yeah. For it. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm just hoping this show is good. I'm oh yeah, obviously, hundred percent. You like, know, visually it looks a little good. But I mean, I'm, I'm well, well, we haven't, well, we haven't seen anything visually. I like the <laughs> yeah. logo. It's just, I, I like the hair. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, like sure. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, his hair. The hair is very important. <laughs> yeah, and like, oh man, everybody loves Tank, and it's like, yeah, that's obvious. Yeah. But is is it gonna be good? <laughs> I just I I am so curious on how it will look visually. I'm curious how the action's gonna be because remember, like John Chu thought, like fucked up his leg. And yeah. The, the, the production was delayed like by half a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering what they're gonna do. Which again, that. which again, I again, I I think John's just too old for this character, you know, and like, yeah. you know, but which then, then again, that's not me being ageist or anything. That's just like it. Spike being 27 is a very specific thing in yeah. Bebop. So you know, let's, let's see what happens with this. Yeah, I, I'm let's continue. Yeah, yeah. Okay, another thing I'm really curious about, but I'm a little bit more confident in it 
is the Sandman behind the scenes reel they showed. I yeah. don't know if you caught all of it. Yeah. But fuck, this concept art for Lucifer and Morpheus looks like Sandman concept art. And I'm excited about that. I just wonder how I, I wonder how close they're gonna stick to like those concept arts, you know? Well, yeah. That one would hope that they would like you see the you see the the set piece where they trap Dream in the beginning of the story, and that yeah. looks that looks like they're putting some money into that. So that's no, a good yeah, thing, this know? could be a huge fucking show for Netflix. Yeah, the, Sa- the, the, Sandman has like like has the potential to be like an, an, a fucking a banger of a show, you know? It a, a banger of a show, but like, and and I guess I could just add this on add on to this now. I'm I the one fear I have about this show. Obviously, part of it has to deal with the quality, but the other part of it would be like, what would Netflix do with it once it's in the can or once they actually get a proper feel of what this show is actually going to be when they start shooting, you know, more of this is, are they going to keep, are they going to f- keep going with it or are they going to cancel it after a season like they did with Jupiter's Legacy like, oh, two weeks ago, <laughs> right before I this mean, fucking um, fake Comic-Con? <laughs> I, again, I think <clears throat> I think the biggest problem that's that's happened with Netflix originals in general ever since they really started was just like, I think the biggest problem has been like probably just incompetence in, produ- in producers, mismanagement, you know? Um, me, me and Raul were talking about this. Uh, well, and we're going to get into Jupiter's Legacy in a bit. Um, we're talking about like, you know, like Jupiter's Legacy had a lot of potential and like, you know, I, I, I think the issues with the show, I haven't seen the show. I saw the first episode. It's pretty good. I've um, seen a little bit of it, but I, I, I know the source material. I've read, yeah. I've read some of the books. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I know the source material is fucking crazy. I really like it. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I think it's really cool. I like, I like a lot of what they do and I like how they bring in a lot of uh, American history into, uh, into like the story, how, how it involves the heroes in a big way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, you know, from what I've heard, I think, like, the, the real issue was just, like, mismanagement, like, in budget, you know? Like, and you can also kind of tell. Like, I, I know you don't like the costumes that much. I, I think the costumes are sick. I fucking hate the wigs. That, I no, hate... Okay, so, like, the costumes look fine. They're, like... You, you could tell, like, some of the money went to that. But, like, you look at Josh DeHamel's beard. I don't know how you say his last name. But, like, you look at his beard, and it looks like a fake Santa Claus beard. Yeah, like, know, it, it looks like, awful. It looks like, <laughs> it looks turned cheap. Me down, uh, turned me off on the show. The show looks cheap, it. and it's a $200 million show. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, 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 like... And, and, like, not only that, like, a parent... Like, well, you know, okay. Like, uh, we're going we're gonna to get more into uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, but, like, you know, I guess, like, the real issue with, like, just a Netflix adaptation of Sandman and it's just like how are they gonna handle because i have full faith in the source material and i have full faith in like you know like just what they can do with it but like i just whether or not like whether or not like they manage everything properly you know whether they like they they like i think they, they really need to like you know uh weigh down their expectations with how good with how popular the show could be you know not putting all our chips in one car like they did with Jupiter legacy yeah and, and like, that that being said like th- that that's part of it as well like yeah, Sandman is incredible. It's one of the best pieces of fiction to have ever come out in the last decades, obviously. But it is not something that I could see being like... I could see Hot Topic having a fun fucking time with this. I can't see, like, merch on Target 
or Walmart for Sandman, yeah. you yeah. know, because it's not that type of show. And We're they don't need to, about, like, they don't need to play into that either. They don't with the success to. of like with the success of like the boys, Invincible, uh-huh. uh, the and you know, and, like arguably like even like something like Preacher. Preacher was very borderline, like like especially when it was premiering on AMC. Like it was very borderline. Like yo, this should be like this should be like rated. Like, well, I'm pretty sure it was TVMA or whatever, but like it should be on, like on HBO. Like they don't need to. They really don't need to make Sandman into like this big. Uh, I guess iconic like piece of pop culture like as long as they get like as long as they like understand you know the fan base like and, and as long as they cater to what you know Sandman was originally for and like and you know, who it's a, for like a strong show yeah obviously. yeah 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 if they, if they just make if, if they just you know if they just really focus on just making this first season as like as as close and as like respectful to the original source material as they can i don't think they'll have an issue gaining that gaining the fans that the show would need just a matter of like hey if you do you want to like you know just drop the ball immediately and just cancel it you know after one season or like you know yeah, yeah it's it, it's a little bit worrying worrisome for me you know i'm, I'm from what i've seen from what I, we could see from this it looks promising and i'm hopeful that they're able to land it stick the landing on it now i can't wait how this yeah. i can't wait to see how this looks uh, like, which one uh, Sandman, you know, oh, like just Sandman. Like, okay, I the, thought you were transitioning yeah. to oh, another no, no, no. thing there no, no, for no. a second. But just like you know, the visual style of Sandman is so fucking distinct. It has like some of the mo- it has some of the craziest art in in and you know in comics. Like I, I wonder how they're gonna they're, they're gonna like you know portray it this live action. Some wise. of the most grotesque like displays of violence that you could ever imagine. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, fiction, hey, from I mean, hey man, w- we're at a po- we're at a really cool point where like you know studios stopped like honestly they've probably stopped caring about like catering to the pg-13 rating and oh, like no this is a hard r this this can't go i'm so this excited has to be hard r dude, i'm excited yeah you could see it from the real like they're doing the serial convention which is you know given it's a very important uh arc in the in the story but also i forgot to mention this as much or, or i didn't want to elaborate into it as much because i didn't want to get into spoilers but like david thulis is playing john d and mm-hmm. if you know who that is and if you've read sandman y- you know what the fuck is gonna happen when john d shows up and it's not gonna be fun <laughs> to watch you know it's gonna yeah, be man. really uncomfortable yeah, and man. i'm excited I, for that and i hope they I'm, stick to landing yeah yeah i'm excited i'm really excited for sandman i think it's gonna be really good yeah let's so, yeah. Day three came on, and I don't. There wasn't really anything there. Like I'm yeah. really th- Stranger Things season yeah. four is coming out. Yeah, sometime we're in soon. Hawkins now, or sure, we're not like, in Hawkins anymore. I guess I, I don't give a shit. Don't we like leave Hawkins every every season? <laughs> they left. They officially left. Left at the end of season three, or like five oh yeah, that's people right. from the cast there, and then yeah, they separated. Something yeah, and like David that. Harbour's in Russia. He, David Harbour's <laughs> Viggo Morrison from Eastern Promises. That's the season. That'd be a much better season four than whatever the fuck they're gonna make now. <laughs> Just make season four of a Stranger things just black widow <laughs> like, no, not even what do you mean <laughs> hopper is gonna be this he's literally gonna end up just being um uh this guy from uh, I, uh, uh yeah no red guardian yeah yeah I would rather i would rather him just be like i just rather i would rather have him be like nikolai and just yeah. like beat the shit out of people with fucking tatted as fuck knives. tatted yeah. as fuck yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh just, fuck yeah dude giant star in his chest oh hell yeah that's hot yeah, yeah. Uh, day four <laughs> uh is rolled on and you know what surprised the fuck out of me? This Masters of the Universe Revelation trailer, the Kevin Smith show, that's technically a sequel to the original 80s cartoon. You know, you really can't get someone better for a Masters of the Universe show than Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, goddamn. And this looks great. This looks, looks really, really good. good. It yeah. looks like the right mix of, like, homoerotic with, like, 
really intense action. Like Castlevania esque no, yeah. action. It's, I'm I really, think it's the same company too. I'm I'm really happy that like Netflix has like their own visual style now with like mm-hmm. a lot of these animations like very and it's very much it's like anime inspired like oh, like you know uh or like mid-2000s dc animated inspired like that kind of action i think like i don't know I, i'm really i'm really excited i think this is gonna be really good and also yeah. oh the score looks sounds fucking awesome too well i mean they dropped the, the the trailer had like i need a hero in it and it's like yeah, yeah. it's the best use of that song at least for this week for a, for a piece of marketing We'll get into that Guardians game later. But, no, it looks man, really sick, dude. It looks really yeah, sick. I'm, I'm really excited about that. All-Star cast. I think the first and part's in, like, the power! July. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the next one? Here? Oh, yeah, Twilight of the Gods. It was a new... This was this was talked about beforehand, but it was officially given a title and a cast. This is Zack Snyder's upcoming Norse mythology-inspired series. With Ugh. I'm going to just list off the cast here. John Noble as Odin. Yep. Patterson, uh, Patterson Joseph as Loki. Corey Stoll as her Her Finkel. Yeah. Jamie Chung as Hell. Uh, Jamie Clayton as the Sid Kona. Christopher Hiju, who you may remember as um, what's his name? Fuck. Uh, from uh, from um, from yeah, Game of from, Thrones. Yeah, I, I completely forgot. Yes. Crazy Wadling from yes. Game of Thrones as yes, yes, yes. Andvari. Lauren Cohan as Inge. Peter Storm, my Peter fucking Stormare boy. As, yeah, Peter Stormare as Ulfer. Um, dude, you put Peter Stormare in anything, it's gonna be way fucking uh, like better. Oh yeah, it's gonna go hard, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pilo Asbeck as Thor, Raul Coley as Egil, Stuart Martin as Leaf, and Sylvia Hoax from Blade Run twenty forty nine as a Sigrid. Now, okay, Twi- okay, so Twilight of the Gods, like what? All right, <laughs> this seems like. All right. The thing with what Zach, with, are they actually playing? The thing with Zack Snyder is that like this seems like the perfect thing for Zack Snyder. But then again, it's Zack Snyder. It's Zack Snyder. So like I I don't know, you know, like this cast fucking awesome. This is a fucking awesome cast. Yeah. Like like I I think like, bro, John Noble as Odin? That's sick. Dude, and just like anything with Corey Stoll, I'm just Yeah, really happy dude, about. no it's it's cool. Okay, and Twilight of the Gods is it supposed like what how much more information do we have on, on Twilight of the Gods? That's, this is that's just to be... about it. There's no story details right now. Uh, I think there were like probably some slight story details, but it's not an adaptation and an adaptation of anything. I will say the the promising aspect of it is that I don't think I think it's executive produced by Zack Snyder and and his wife Deborah, but it's it's being handled by Jay Oliva, who yeah, uh, fans of the show may remember as the director behind the two-part Dark Knight Returns adaptation for DC. And he also st- he's also storyboarded... Um, he's, he's also storyboarded all the Snyderverse movies. So, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman... So, this is going to be animation. League. Yeah, definitely animation. So, you know... Which, that's cool that's, as fuck. That's I think promising. That, I think that's really cool. And, like, you know, I think, like... I don't know if you ever saw Guardians of, the, uh, of Gahul. Oh, the <laughs> Owl movie? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I never finished it. It's not a good movie. But the visuals yeah, were pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie, the visuals were pretty sick. And I think Zack Snyder, like, I hope it's not CG. To be honest, I hope mm-hmm. they really go 2D with this. Um, I think, I, I think we could get something visually really interesting. And hey, you never fucking know. Maybe, maybe making TV shows is Zack Snyder's thing. Maybe that might be his his niche. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Or, or maybe, <laughs> maybe somebody working alongside Zack Snyder. Maybe. Who Deborah? <laughs> Who Deborah? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Um. 
Okay, there's this is like some slight anime news as well, but um, there's a show called Exception that got announced. The thing that I found really interesting about it was they're they're building it as a they build it as a space horror anime series that's coming out with character designs by Yoshi uh, Yoshitaka Amano from Final Fantasy and Angel's Egg, and you see the promo art for this and it looks fucking scary as hell. Oh yeah, it's cool it. as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's no very like given about it, but you know I'm I'm excited about that. That looks promising. Like, it's like a weird like like it's it, it's like love like Lovecraftian, but like. Oh God! I don't know. Like, it's it, like it a, looks. It's, it's like a Sesame Street puppet gone <laughs> wrong. You know, it looks scared, but in like the best way possible. Like, it actually looks very unsettling. No, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, Amano, that, that... Amano is such an interesting artist. He can make like the most plain human, like the most plain looking human ever, and it will I still th- look eerie as hell to me because it, like, of how they look. Facially. His art, his art's so crazy, and like I, you know, like. I think with like with the potential of this, I think we could get some really fucking decrepit looking designs and like really like fucked up looking like people. I think it has, poten- it has a lot of potential, you know, yeah. something like that. Um, but then again, story wise, it's completely, you know, it's completely that's you know that's up to uh, up to the the creative team. But yeah. skipping yeah. on the day five, there's a Dead Space. That's where Dead Space. That's what it reminded me of. This reminded me a lot of Dead Space. Oh yeah. Yeah. I miss Dead Space. Um, First two are fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never heard good things about three. Okay. Do, do, do you play League? I don't uh, think I've ever asked you this. No, but our friends do. Okay. So you don't care. So do you care if we just skip this arcane thing? I don't give a I, fuck. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't play League. I'm League sure is sure that's going to be exciting for somebody. But Shout I, out to I, our I friends. Like Shout out to our friends who care, but yeah. fuck you. <laughs> yeah, League, League show's coming out in the fall. That's cool. That's Check cool. That that's out. cool. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I'm, show, sh- oh, I'm sure sorry, League yeah. has. Uh, no, I'm sure League. Well, I know League has really cool lore. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just not my thing. Yeah. Uh, the Cuphead show got a new clip. No release date yet, but Wayne Brady is playing King Dice. And, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he sounds fucking great, and like the animation style looks. Oh, it's so good. It's exactly yeah. like Cuphead. It's perfect. It's yeah, what yeah, you yeah. expect. Probably my favorite news of the whole week from this thing. The Castlevania spinoff officially are revealed. No title yet, but they did say that it will be focusing on Richter Belmont, the great, 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 great grandson of Sypha and Trevor, and Maria Renard in 1792 Fra- uh, France during the French Revolution. It's basically Rondo of Blood, and I think they're going to lead into uh, like Symphony of the Night. So they're basically adapting Symphony of the Night, I assume. I'm still finishing Castlevania. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for this uh, because you know this is perfect. Like I, I think this is gonna be like Netflix's JoJo. To be honest, it, like Castlevania is the like the first main like JoJo franchise like post JoJo. I think, I think it came out before like like what do you mean JoJo. like what do you mean like generational anime type of thing? <laughs> yeah, no, well not like generational anime. I'm talking or about generational like, story. Franchise. Yeah, generational stories where it's like oh we're all the same family. Like it, yeah. I, I feel like that's like the biggest thing after jojo's debut mm-hmm. to have like gotten a following no yeah, yeah it's sick and, and like you know again it's perfect so, you know mm-hmm. like castlevania i mean uh, netflix really struck cold with castlevania so yeah um i'm so yeah. excited about this richter is such a cool ass character and then he's when they eventually fuck, yeah. get to symphony it's gonna he's be my so favorite character in smash <laughs> yeah he he has a cooler costume he looks yeah. way better than simon you know I think Simon. I, well, I, I love Simon. <laughs> oh well, well yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get, it, yeah, I get you. Mean. It, it's it's interesting because it's just Simon people... looks like Simon looks like He Man. Like Simon looks like like yeah. Fabio. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny. Um, 
But a, lot, a couple of people like there were I saw people online that were like a little upset that they just skipped all the way up to Richter and you know skipped Simon and some of the other. Dis- I um, assume they're gonna go back and forth. To be honest, I wouldn't they be surprised could. if they did. But I can understand why they would skip Simon because, in terms of supporting cast and Simon like, was teased, wasn't? Well, well he, no, there's a no, few no. few Easter eggs in the show. Well, okay, there's like the thing is, Trevor is a descendant of of um of Simon. I think he's yeah. either like his grandfather, or I could be mistaken. Or was like it Simon? Or something. Was it Simon? Like in season one or two, who had like the painting in the? No, no, no. That's a that's another descendant of the Belmont clan. So many that, Belmonts. The, the, yeah, I know <laughs> that the Belmont that shows up in that show, the Belmont that you see in that portrait, is t- the first one. It isn't game canon. I, I assume it's also in in the show canon. Yeah. Uh, that met Dracula. That actually fought yeah. Dracula for the first time, or see, encountered I, Dracula for exactly. The first time. I would not be surprised if like maybe the show. After this, they just do a prequel to like the first time, you know, like that that first inner like uh, interaction with Dracula and how like the fall of the Belmonts, you know, mm-hmm. which like that that you know, I I think that's that's very likely in the future, but I, I I don't mind at all that like you know we're getting this next. I'm very happy with with this announcement because it's just in, in terms of storytelling. I mean, obviously they could they could you know mix some things around like they already have with the show because mm-hmm. it's based off the third game. Or at least the, the last show's not. Yeah, the show's not concrete. Game. Like it's not yeah. concrete one to one. Like you know, lore. But but having know. Richter in there is an exciting, like, is an exciting um, indication that we'll get to like, you know, the the probably the the biggest or the most important story, or the most popular story of the franchise, which is Symphony of the Night. Yeah, which is all Alucard focused, mind you, and that is fucking ma- great. <laughs> an entire season just Alucard. That'd be crazy. Oh, I love it. It'd be so depressing yeah. though. But oh, hundred percent. Be so much yeah, fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, this is another one here. They showed um, they showed some promo art for the Splinter Cell animated series. Going to be written by Derek Kolstad from John Wick. Now, okay, look cool. How, this, this render looks cool. Well, that's you're it. not you're not like a big like Splinter Cell guy, right? No, no. I, I mean, I'm familiar with it, but I've never played the games. Yeah, um, I grew up. I kind of grew up with Splinter Cell a little bit. Like, it, like it wasn't a huge part of like you know. I, I, I was I was always a Metal Gear kid, but like you know, mm-hmm. obviously like you know the, st- the stealth genre is like one of my favorites, and like Splinter Cell was always in that vein. And like I know, like Sam Fisher hasn't been around for years, and people have been waiting for like the return of Sam Fisher at least in the games. Uh, I know Sam Fisher showed up in I think Rainbow Six as a character to play. But he's not like the exact same Sam Fisher or something like that. Uh, I've been hearing that like this version of you know for for this show is supposed to be kind of like a little bit of both, kind of like a like a, a mix of like those versions um, again. And it's also you know it's also uh, uh, being uh, written by uh, Derek uh, Coltsted, who uh, is the creator of the John Wick franchise, mm-hmm. and that has potential. And like you know, it, it, like the screenshot looks cool. You know, it, he kind of looks like uh, I don't know. He kind of. He looks like an old man Bruce Wayne, like <laughs> you know. Yeah, honestly, I, I I look at it and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure this is Sam Fisher as he looks like in some of the older games, but I kind of just see Snake. I kind of see like like discount Snake. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, they started <laughs> like doing discount Big Boss. I think they started doing like old when they started doing old Sam Fisher. They like they really like just started like to make him look like you know Big Boss. Sam, you uh, gotta stop the Pain Phantom or whatever the fuck the main villain yeah. in Five is called. I don't remember. Yeah. But no, fight, yeah, you have to fight Zoxoff. Fox it's off, cool, or whatever the fuck they're called. I think it's cool. It's also it's really weird that Ubisoft is really making a push for like <laughs> television film. Like that's it's really strange. Yeah, like, here's hoping they actually do something about it because <laughs> it looks like. Oh, the Assassin's Creed. Remember the Assassin's Creed movie? <laughs> Remember like the How Beyond Good and Evil movie they got announced? 
Oh, fuck yeah. And we still know nothing about the sequel that's been in development for at least probably like 20 years or something Don't people like, like, like is it like Beyond Good and Evil, like kind of like a controversial franchise? I don't remember. I've never, I've, 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 I barely remember anything from that. Controversial in the sense of like, uh, like whether people are like it or not. Oh no, I've heard good things about it. Mm. I don't know, but I've heard yeah. good things from what I've seen. But yeah, uh, okay, this is Ooh, another one here. Yes, Captain yes. Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix from Adi Shankar. Is an okay. adaptation of, adaptation of the Far Cry Four DLC or Three oh, DLC? Oh, Far Cry Three. Yeah. Oh baby. Um, you played Far Cry 3 when it came out, right? Or I played a little bit of it, but I mostly played Blood Dragon. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> Fucking as, as Blood Dragon <laughs> Blood Dragon is one of, like... Well, at least at the time, you know. Uh, that came out when we were, like, 14 or something like that, I think. We were in middle school. Yeah, we were in middle school. Uh, motherfucker. <laughs> Blood Dragon was the coolest thing. Like, it was the coolest, like, expansion to a game ever. Like, it was in the same vein of, like, Undead Nightmare from Red Dead. Oh, where yeah. it's just, like... It's its own continuity, its own story. Just you know, just get the like you know the basics of the game, reskin it, completely different experience. Yeah, and no, it's, it's essentially its own game. Yeah, really. it is. No, it really is. And like you know, I, you know, I've always wanted them to do a full Blood Dragon like game, full Far Cry like Cyberpunk s Blood Dragon. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is really cool, especially for like you know diehard Far Cry fans. Um, I I'm not too, I'm not 100 on who the characters are. I don't know if this is like a character in the original expansion or uh, I, I don't think so. But well, um, I, I, rem- I was looking at some of the cover art for for Blood Dragon when it came out, and it looks very similar to the main guy that you see in the cover there. The like, main he guy, has a laser eye. The main that. guy looks like um, the main guy from the original uh, looks like uh, Kyle Reese from yeah. Uh, yeah, from the first Terminator, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that was the intention. Uh, what was uh-huh. his name again? Fuck, what was his name? Michael um, Bean. You're talking yeah, about Michael he look, Bean. He looked a lot like young Michael Bean, you know, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's really sick. Um, from what I was able to he- gather from uh, that Adi Shankar behind the scenes video and some of snippets Netflix, online. Man, that Netflix visual style, that's really, like, they're really pushing for that. because this is a lot. I yeah, really yeah. fuck with it. It's really, really fluid and fun. It's uh, sick, yeah. But he, he, he described it as, like, his own version of Captain N- and the game masters but better where it's not necessarily just like adapting the blood dragon stuff but like like recontextualizing other existing ubisoft ip so maybe we'll get a different like in some unique version of Ezio or some beyond good and evil 2 character or maybe sam fisher is also in this but he looks completely different they could do that if they wanted to honestly yeah because like because like blood dragon was also really fit like one of the things that made it so great was just like it's a, it's a it's a it's comedy, you know, it's like sense of humor. Like it was mm-hmm. very self aware and it was very like making fun. It was making fun of like the I guess like the eighties aesthetic. Which honestly, like thinking back at it now, like Blood Dragon kind of came out right before that big like eighties nostalgia boom. Yes, like you know? it was the last good one before Ready Player One became like, popular. Yeah, like like or yeah, just like that whole like style where everything was supposed to like just be an eighties like callback like this was like one of the first big ones that really i guess like this and like the guest you know that was like really like that was one like at least from what i remember that was like Mm -hmm. one of the big contributors to like that aesthetic and style but uh yeah no it's really exciting i'm really excited for it i'm gonna watch it definitely i hope it's good yeah i'm 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 confident in this one because i've i've never been disappointed by an adi chenkar thing 
Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm hopeful for it. Not much about this Resident Evil live action series, but hey, Lance Reddick is playing Wesker. That's cool. That's, good, that's really sick, yeah. That's good casting. I just don't care for this show at all. Yeah. Um, it's just there's so many Resident Evil things now that I'm not even sure which, I'm not even sure which show this is. Okay, so there's the, there's the CGI one that's in canon with the games, which sure. is called Infinite Darkness. I skipped over it because like, that's already something we've talked about. Yeah. Um, and then there's this one, which is a live action series that's based on its own continuity where it follows the Wesker twins trying to figure out what was their dad doing for some reason. And it's like a Wesker origin story. I don't fucking know. Dad was always so cool. What is, why is he like that? <laughs> why is he killing people? You know? um, <laughs> what else is there? Oh, yeah. They also announced a Far Cry anime, like an uh, like a straight up, a, a more fateful adaptation of Far Cry as an anime in this thing and then they ended it with witcher 2 news or witcher season 2 news they had a yeah. short teaser of uh featuring siri and it's like which is i, I assume is a big character in the in the lore well i mean it's siri yeah yeah but again i don't i don't really like know as much of witcher as like you know oh no yeah no, she's a very very big important part in the in the story yeah. but um season two is still slated for sometime this year and then they announced WitcherCon, which is like there the it, more news about the Witcher TV show, but nothing about Witcher Four for some reason. Even though like the promo image is a fucking shot by shot is is um is it's both versions Geralt with yeah. yeah with with live action Geralt with super like, Geralt. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like what what's the point of saying there's no Witcher Four news or no like. I assume there's no Witcher game news, if that's the case. Yes, <laughs> so they, why would they, you have them on the promo? <laughs> they announced an entire con, but no new Witcher game, you know? Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Unless they're just lying, which, you know, I'm fine with that. I could live Companies with lying? What are you yeah. talking about? Never. <laughs> I've never heard of that. That's insane. Never. You crazy. You crazy. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for Netflix, at least. Um, yeah. You know what? Okay, th- here's next story on the docket. I know a lot of people can poo-poo on this all they want, but I don't care. This sounds so fucking exciting to me, and I'm I, I'm so excited to check this out when it when it drops. Rob Zombie's doing another movie, and it's an adaptation of the monsters from <laughs> uh, that old '60s NBC series about a monster family. And like it, it's supposed, and it was also like the monsters also be like a, kind of a weird Adams family, like kind of like a more I guess edgy version of that <laughs> well i i don't know it was just like the other adams family i think yeah I think yeah also coming around the same time yeah and like i i think like this is like perfect <laughs> for something <laughs> like this. see like that was the thing i was talking about last episode where like i really like i assume monsters was like a very lighthearted show back in the day i had never really watched it that much but it, um, I, i've seen a little bit it's it's just it's a straight up 50s family comedy yeah and like yeah. i i am oh like i'm always down for like a reinterpretation of old things of old like you know of old properties like that into like you know a more like edgy or like more adult oriented project or film because again like the fans of this are are grown you know they're they're grown-ass people you're not gonna be finding any new any new kids like wanting to watch this you know i think like i think this is really cool and like i think you know rob zombie you know whether you like it or hate him like he has a style and he has he's he he has a, a voice yeah. that's a better better word he has a, a very specific voice and i you know i think i think this could be really fucking cool i i am I'm, I'm very curious to see if he sticks with his signature style which is like hellbelly 
you know, grindhouse. I think he will. Feel. <laughs> I think. Well, I think that's the whole point. Yeah, <laughs> I think I know, he just which wants. Is like, I, I'm down for. But like, imagine he just makes his own like house with a clock in its walls, and it's just like a very different uh, sort of tone. Uh, you know, for I, him, I would love. That would also, be interesting to me. I would love if they kind of take like a more meta approach and have it like they they make the show kind of like uh like how they would like kind of what they did with Wandavision, where like they kind of like created each uh era in in uh. And they made each era in the way that you would make those uh, shows back then. Oh yeah! But so it's wouldn't so it be violent? W- exactly. Wouldn't it be <laughs> yeah. fucking sick if it's like black and white? Everyone is like acting in a very like you know like over the top way. And it's like, uh, oh, Sonny, what are you doing? And he's like just like convulsing <laughs> and like, you yeah, 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 some yeah. some shit like that. I think yeah. that would be. I think that'd be cool as fuck. Like you know. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited about this. No, okay, yeah, so, yeah. Um, apparently, the cast was also uh, confirmed here, or it's it's been expected. This is the cast. So Sherry Moon Zombie, obviously, she's in, she's in every Rob Zombie. <laughs> she's so. she's in every Rob Zombie movie. It's his wife. Yeah. Um, Jeff Daniel Phillips. They're apparently playing Lillian Herman Monster. The cast <laughs> includes, uh, reportedly, Richard Blake, Don Robick, Jorge Garcia, who you may remember as Jorge from, uh, oh no, as Hurley from Lost. And Cassandra Peterson, aka Elvira. So yeah, Honest, like, uh, apparently the rumor the rumor is that it's apparently going to go straight to Peacock. It's supposed to be an original exclusive sure. thing for Peacock. <laughs> and it's sure. Like, oh man, how what fun for the family! Rob Zombie's the monsters. <laughs> no, that's fucking sick. Yeah, I love the logo. Yeah, a Rob Zombie film, the monsters. I, yeah, that's cool. That's really sick. I'm. I can't wait. I, yeah, I, yeah. I look. I've always stood by Rob Zombie. As a film, both as a musician and as a filmmaker. Yeah, me too. You know? his, his films are great, but they're fucking great. <laughs> yeah, and also like compared to like the people, compared to his contemporaries at the time, he's the one that's like the least, uh, at least appears to be like the least scummy and the least, you know, that yeah. turn out to be a, a huge fucking asshole like Marilyn Manson. Yeah, but um, yeah, and, <laughs> and also like I just like crazy. his movies. Like I like The Devil's Rejects. I actually like parts of his Halloween remake. I appreciate I Halloween two more. I, I I like both the Halloween remakes. I think they're I I for, for what they are. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like it's also really like I love an artist who is passionate about more than what they're famous for. Yeah. You know, like especially obviously Rob Zombie's one. Like he's 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 iconic. He's a rock star. But like you know, it's it, it's really great to see like. Well, you know, he's been doing this for years. It's really great that like he just he just loves films so much and just wants to keep making those movies. Have you, know, you seen his house? Movies. Have you seen like, like how he how he has his house decorated? He has it's like, like a, a horror bunch. collection, right? Yeah, like, it's like a, a bunch of old school horror memorabilia. Like he, I think he was being interviewed for Eli Roth's History of Horror show, and they they did a they did an episode in his house, and it's like it's like it's like the it's like a grimier version of um of um that the 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 name that funny name that they have for Guillermo del Toro's house where he keeps a bunch of his things and he works on projects, but. Yeah, uh, and also like, from what I've heard, he he sounds like a really nice all around guy. Is it is it yeah. me or it's just like Rob Zombie sound like the perfect guest for the show? I was gonna say I was gonna <laughs> lead into that. Hey Rob, hey buddy, hope you're listening. I really like Dracula. We I have some questions to ask you about Dracula. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. 
No, yeah, that's sick. Fuck yeah, Rob Zombie, hell yeah. Yeah, I, I hope it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, com- I'm, 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 I'm confident that it will be at least weird and definitely, you know, a Rob Zombie movie. So well, talk about good. talk about weird with this next one. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is fucking. This came out of nowhere. Wild. So, yeah. So, <laughs> a Lord of the Rings anime movie is in the works from New Line Cinemas, Warner Brothers Animation, uh, and and others. The the writers behind it are Jeffrey Addis and Will Matthews, who you may know as the writer behind the writers behind the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance series, which also got one season and it was canceled by Netflix prematurely. And I heard it was really good. <laughs> yeah, and I I also need to finish it. I I, I never yeah. got to, like I, I'm at like the halfway point, but I've also heard, I I also really liked it, and it's being directed by Kenji Kamiyama, who you may know as the director behind Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. And uh, the, ser- the the movie is called um, the subtitle for this movie is called War of the Rohem, which is supposed to be a not an origin story, but like background. Supposed to give prequel background for type of thing. like yeah, it's a prequel, but it's supposed to give uh, more background and context into the the Helm's founding Deep. of Helm's Deep, yeah, yeah, and what happened there. And yeah, Helm's yeah, Deep. I- but- wasn't mm-hmm. in in I, it's been years since I've seen Two Towers. Wasn't Helm's Deep like uh, originally like an abandoned uh, an abandoned castle? I'm trying to or remember, something like that. Honestly, it's been a while since I've revisited the movies, but I'm yeah. I'm reading it. I'm reading it off here. So, Roheim Times. This is coming from the Hollywood Reporter. Ro Roheim Roheim ties to the original trilogy, specifically the Two Towers, by focusing on an untold story behind Helm's Deep, the fortress at the center of the movie's epic battle. It's set hundreds of years before the fateful war, and according to the announcement, it will tell the life. Uh, it will tell of the life and blood-soaked times of its founder, Helm Hammerhead, the king of Rohan. Yeah, cool. Um, who else is Philip Bowens, who co-wrote the, the trilogy and The Hobbit, is um, is producing this as a consultant alongside Jason DeMarco, who's you know we've mentioned him a couple times from Toonami and all of his other things. Yeah, I'm I'm into this. Yeah, I'm in, uh, especially for a think about this, uh, like a fucking a full fledged Lord of the Rings anime, an anime movie coming to like ex, like to theaters. I assume. And yeah, and like yeah, another also like a thing to mention here, like you know, Amazon like they have the screen rights to Lord of the Rings, and they're doing the show, which is a, a billion dollar series. Oh yeah, which, I, forget, I I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, and like that they're doing that, but again, you know, Amazon only has the screen rights; they don't have the rights to like the actual story. So, uh, who knows where this could be on? You know? Yeah, or, I, yeah, I I'm I'm super curious to see what how this is. I'm I'm actually more confident in this. I know nothing of it. Aside from this one article, but I'm more confident in this working out than probably that Amazon series. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm really excited for that Amazon series. I, I, I I'm considering how like I, I I have more trust in Amazon with big properties like that because I think mm. they've proven this so far. Um, I'm I'm cautiously I, optimistic about it. Right yeah, now. yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. But like the fact that they're investing so much, this is a isn't this like. The, the live action series is supposed to be like the most expensive show ever made. Yeah, it's the reports. That's that, that's what the reports are that's, saying right now. And like that makes sense because again, Lord of the Rings is one of the biggest. It's 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 one of the biggest franchises ever. You know, like and, and like I I think I think there's a lot of potential for like that live action series. To be honest, I think like in terms of like who'd I put my money on to be like better quality? I pro- probably this the anime adaptation. You know whether or not like the the Lord of the Rings show is good, then you know that's that's to be to be seen to be said. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I'm sick, 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 sick. I'm just I'm I'm just kind of shocked at the fact wow, that like only, we're getting a huh? 
Wow, only two hundred fifty million for the screen rants. I forgot about that. That doesn't seem like that I, much for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, I, you would imagine it would be lot bigger than that, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, interesting. But what was I saying here? I oh yeah, I'm just I'm still kind of in shock at the fact that we're getting an actual actual anime wide release in theaters. You know, I feel like that's probably probably going to be in part of um, the success Demon Slayer has had in the box office. Granted, you know, it's not the it's not the box office that in, in normal times, but it would have been a lot more money than than people expected. It probably would have been. Yeah, you know? I'm. I, I, well, so I don't know. For the future well, actually, like, you know, I don't movies. know even. I don't even know either. Like, because to be honest, I, I've noticed that like because of this pandemic, there's been a lot more anime uh, watchers and a lot more like I guess like, I guess more like uh, more of a push for anime content. I guess the pandemic really like made a lot of people start binging shit. You know. Well, because when you, when you think about it, I mean, animation obviously, I, I think it. I would argue it's harder to do than live action, but you know. Oh it's, wait! Whoa! 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 <laughs> whoa! I, I, some, more time-consuming. In, in, in some things. In some. More time-consuming. Sure. More lo- uh, you know, more time is what I'm saying. More time-consuming. Sure, but it's like a, a, they're they're two different monsters. What I'm saying here is that and, you know, especially during the pandemic, I feel like those were things that were more readily ab- available. As yeah, because you can make them at home. At home, yeah. You yeah. Know, as people were working at home, and you know, it would just they would just get to them. It's something it, I noticed it, too. It would, it would be approached in an easier fashion than you know shooting shooting the shit outside. Yeah, and like so something like something I noticed too. Like again, like oh, like, with something like for example, like Attack on Titan. Like Attack on Titan was always big. It's like the biggest anime, like you know, for mm-hmm. the last few years. But like I've noticed that like at, when season four came out, before I caught up, there was so much more conversation with with attack on titan to the point where it was literally like this is this is it's almost as if this show came out in america and on hbo every everybody's watching and everybody and i think the pandemic had a big part in that everybody I'm, was just I'm, sending it home and binging you know yeah i'm i'm really confident in like the future of anime in terms here, of like, here in, from, in, here in the of west a, of a of a domestic scale going forward because yeah because you see shit like this and it's like they didn't even say animated they say anime you know because they know it's, it's kind of the same thing, but like they know that that word is very specific and that means a lot to a lot of people, yeah, you know. And it's it, it's gone to the point where like you could that's a that's a that sounds at least you know when you're tying it to a to a property like Lord of the Rings, that yeah. sounds like a big selling point now, something yeah. that could make a lot of money in in you know in hopefully um, you know if all things work out well. I think it already has, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you look at Demon Slayer and and there's there's some evidence there. I'm I'm a little cautious about Demon Slayer because like obviously the you know, the pandemic has kind of like changed everything. But yeah, even then, you know, it's like one of the highest grossing movies of all time in Japan. You know, when it before it came into the states. I and just I think as of now it's like number 5 or 6 in like I, a annual box office. I think the pandemic has made more anime fans in the West to be honest, and I mm-hmm. think like this is going to be like yeah, I think this is going to be just more of a trend going going forward with a lot of properties, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm again, I'm excited for this. Yeah. I'm also excited about this next thing. Speaking of Jason DeMarco here. And anime. Yeah, and <laughs> and anime. Um uh we got an update about the Uzumaki anime uh anime adaptation. Two big updates. Yeah, two two big updates from it. We got yeah. a video from the creator, like a teaser. Yeah. Uh well, Okay, we got a we got like a short clip of the what I assume is probably the opening of the of the series. Yes, it it's is. Be four I think parts. So. It is, yeah. Uh, based off the Junji Ito classic, classic manga. manga. Yeah. And uh, during that video, it came into alongside this other this video where um, 
the director of the project, Hiroshi Nagahama, was explaining what, um, to you know to fans and everybody who's been anticipating this to just wait a little bit longer as you know COVID's kind of fucked everything up with the production and they just want to get the style of you know a Junji Ito of adapting a Junji Ito classic to you know two D animation just yeah. right enough and they delayed it to October twenty twenty two, which you know like initially it made me it made me sad but it was if i felt more confident that it's actually going to make it to that date because it's 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 easier for me to feel more confident in the show in a show's release date when it's like a month and a year instead of just a year you know listen man if i listen man i'm i'm patient enough waiting for batman to come out in march 2022 i do mm-hmm. not mind i do not mind this taking its time i and, definitely don't mind especially with considering the clip that we saw yeah too. and like the teaser like you're you know it's going kind of almost one-to-one direct like inspiration off like the the art because you know the art's very specific it's very uh decrepit it's very uh detailed and it's, it's black and white it's super it's it, it like it being a manga and mangas being black and white is so important to like how you take the story in and like leaving that experience in the in the show is very important. Like this this looks like a motion comic. I I'd say even more like, in a good way, I mean, in a great way. Like, I, I'd say it it, it it looks a lot more fluid than that cuz like you just look at you, you just look at Kyrie walking and it's like fuck, it, it's like 40 seconds of footage, but that shit looks super smooth. If no, that's yeah, no, it's how great. Everything is supposed to look like in this show. God, who only knows how the spirals and are gonna look like when they start forming. But like, if that's how it's supposed to look like, I'm fine waiting as long as as possible with this. When did this get yeah. announced? Like 2019, 2020? It got it got announced 2019 at like I think Anime Expo or something like that. Yeah, dude, yeah. I don't I, I don't mind at all. I'm I'm really excited. Take the time as much as possible, and yeah. I have I have full faith in the team in the team. Uh, you know, it's the fact that Adult Swim is behind this. You know. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really hoping. It, Dude, it really Jason DeMarco's been fucking killing it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, great fucking job with this. Like w- with some of the stuff that they're with some of the uh, originals they're putting out there. I know and a enough Pirate Princess trailer came out while we're recording. I'll check that out later. But I'm also, he also reply for that. He also replies to tweets. So shout out to Jason DeMarco. Oh yeah, dude, super open. Uh, yeah. super nice too on Twitter. Like or um, because I asked him because I was curious. Like, I wonder if, like, part of the delays were in part of the show probably not being 30 minutes per installment. Because it's, it's a four-episode series. And I'm thinking, like, is part of the delays probably because they want to, like, make the show longer? Like, it, or, like, the episodes are probably going to be more than 30 minutes? And I asked them, and it's like, no, it's just because of COVID and, and um, you know, them just trying to make the style just right. I'm yeah, like, produ- oh, wow. yeah, pr- production issues. And I got an, issues, and yeah. I got an answer within like a minute. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's nice. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's very like, I people like just Demarco make me like very happy because you could tell he's he's one of us. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like he, oh, he's no, a fan. Dude, dude's a huge anime fan. He, he he's a, he's a fanboy more than he is like a producer. You know, and I appreciate yeah. that a lot. Yeah. So yeah, Uzumaki, it's gonna it's gonna be sick. I think it's gonna be great. I'm ex- I'm excited about that. Yeah. So now, so, let's yeah, officially E3. kick off this E3 coverage. That's just expired yesterday because E3 has ended. But, hey, technically not E3, but it was like proto-E3. Summer Games Fest came out Yeah. on, uh, what day? Th- last Thursday? Yeah, I think it was last, last Thursday. Thursday. Right, before, right before E3. Yeah. Um, Very uh, specific. I, dude, there's been so many funny tweets. Um, <laughs> uh, fuck, there's one. I think you retweeted that was hilarious. Here, let me see if I can find it. 
about a game in particular or just like E3 in general? No, it was about uh Hold on, I'll look for it now. Oh, that's fine. You keep talking, you keep talking. Yeah, so Summer Game Fest came out and you know, at least compared to last year's funny enough, I don't even remember what they announced last year in their opening thing. I think it was well, some Ratchet and was, Clank clips. It was in the middle exciting. of COVID, so <laughs> it's true. It's true. But this showing this opening presentation was way stronger than the one last year. Jeff Keighley shows up, starts announcing shit. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is basically, for, or at least it's billed as a f- fantasy-oriented Borderlands spinoff. That's not that plays differently from Borderlands with a cast that includes like Andy Samberg. I think Jack Black is also part of this as well. I remember mm-hmm. Andy Samberg's name come up, and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm excited about that. That looks interesting. Uh, th- this game kind of flew under the radar for some people, but visually looks beautiful. I think it's coming out on Game Pass. Sable, did you did you check this out? I heard about chance? it. I heard about it. Yeah, the art style looks like a Mobius comic, but you know, um, implemented into a video game, and it looks beautiful. I don't mm-hmm. know what this game is supposed to be about, but just looking at it like took my breath away for a second it was really really stunning yeah it was like uh, i think a, it's supposed to be coming out sometime this year yeah it's weird like it's like like it, it kind of reminds me like of like <laughs> of a game i'd play like on the ps2 for some reason you know like it, it reminds that me kind of like, of, like rpg yeah yeah a lot of journey like I, I like also like the frame rates too i think it's like yeah. um um yeah so we got sable uh there's there was some like among us like, thing whatever like, do, you, do you still play among us <laughs> i haven't played among us in forever the 15 people lobbies sounds exciting to go back to yeah because you know more people were screaming that sounds like fun honestly um, um yeah the, the um the, they announced a, a, a this was like a like a like a 2d platformer type of thing or for salt and sacrifice I don't know what that game is. Yeah, I, I saw the trailer the, for that. That looked interesting. I love the visuals. Oh, Jesus. Uh, what I else love, was there? The visuals are gorgeous. It kind of... It, yeah. it, fuck, it reminds me a little bit of... Um, it, um, that game that came on the Switch that was super popular. Uh, fuck. Salt and Sacrifice. I'm trying to remember what other game is there. Darkest Dungeon? Well, no, maybe. that's not... That's not... No, maybe. That came out before the Switch. Or it came out in other places before the Switch. Whatever. Oh, that's fine. Whatever. 2D platform. It looks really fucking sick. I love the fucking visual style. We got a Death Stranding director's cut trailer that teased the hell out of everybody. In yeah, for some the, reason. Like the meanest way possible. <laughs> Did you see it? Yeah, like like it was it, re- going, it was it was um Sam going into a fucking <laughs> Metal Gear box. It seemed like they were really like they were really like trying to troll Hideo, you know. Or oh, yeah, then, like no, Hideo really was trying to troll. throw us, like because like, a lot of people thought that, like, oh my god, did they, are they announcing that they they got the rights to Metal Gear? What the remaking fuck? Remaking like, Metal Gear Solid or the like, remake? Like, yeah, which which it's never gonna happen as long as a uh, <laughs> as long as Konami's still a thing. But uh, yeah, a Dark's Cove of Death Stranding, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, it would probably look fucking beautiful on PS5. We had the most depressing interview with Kojima right before this got announced. Which, you know, granted, I I can understand it. I can understand where he's coming from, where um, Jeff was talking to him before they announced this. And it was like, can you give us any details about your new game? And he's like, no. And he's like, I tried. But then Hmm. after that, he's like, I have to really... uh, Because Kojima said something along the lines of like, I really have to figure out how to tell this... How to tell this story and, you know, how I implement 
you know what I'm thinking about and what I want to talk about in my in my in my games uh, differently than before because it really sucks to predict so much shit in my games and they've actually happened and like uh, it, it, he talks about the. Like he talks about the 9-11 thing, how like it changed everything for him when it made uh, when it made the games in relation to games, mm-hmm. but also like the you know COVID, like his out- like, his outlook on life and everything yeah. and like how and how he wanted to like what he wanted to explore with these games. Yeah, it sounds like COVID, you know, like the effects of COVID really like changed his perspective of how to you know implement his social commentary in games. So that sounds like, interesting for like, whatever he's gonna do next. With something like Death Stranding considering like, you know, the like the implications and what like the what it's about, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he added very specific things involving the pandemic into this director's cut or something. You know? It's really it, it's kinda sad, honestly, because you don't want to just make something you know, super fu- like you don't want to have like the social commentary with predictions that sounds super fucked up and 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 gloomy. Only for them to kind of actually be true in in, in the later years. It sucks, dude. Dude, Metal Gear Solid Two. That's yeah, all I gotta say. Exactly. That's all I gotta say. Exactly. That it hurts, that like man. it's like that must it, suck. it's no. It's not even that it hurts. It's more of just like wow. It's it's so weird how on point he was yeah or how, how well i'm not gonna say he because it wasn't just him who wrote metal gear solid 2 but how how on point they were you know uh i'm gonna update y'all for a second here about sable it's uh, the release date is september 23rd 2021 cool looking over here um so you want to talk about down. the jurassic uh the jurassic world game <laughs> you know what okay i i'm not interested in it because i don't care for that franchise anymore but i've heard that that first game was pretty good so, i heard it's good yeah yeah that's that, that's something there for people and um, apparently in a what well, is uh-huh. like jeff goldblum like a part of it or he like helped reveal it or something <laughs> no jeff goldblum's been a part of the first one too oh, okay. i assume they just give him voice work to be like this is the tutorial and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that <laughs> it's the only it's literally the only actor in that fucking franchise that people like want to see so <laughs> <laughs> sucks because like i miss sam neill yeah but i know well, sam neill like doesn't miss Samuel doesn't miss us yeah he doesn't probably, <laughs> and Laura, probably hates everybody <laughs> and Laura Dern is Laura Dern just has her own she has her own path <laughs> yeah she's true. her own she's her own monster you know she's her own woman um yeah. I'm looking here there was some back for blood stuff that got shown off here i didn't look uh, dude, that ba- much into it motherfucker like, dude back for excited. blood mm-hmm. oh fuck yeah i'm excited dude back for left for dead one and two are two of my favorite games of all time i think this looks great it it literally keeps up with the spirit of Left 4 Dead to 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 a T, and I, I I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, it, it looks really really sick. Um, when it comes out, I'm gonna be balls deep into that. So, you know what does look really fun though, and it's kind of a similar gameplay mecha- uh, style as well. That Evil Dead game, they put a new trailer out for this during this uh, see, presentation, and I don't I'm, see I'm Left 4 really Dead excited about it. I don't see Left 4 Dead. This is very much in the vein of Friday the Thirteenth and Dead by Daylight. Oh yeah, that's what I, that's what I meant to actually compare yeah. it to. But yeah. the, the interesting change from that compared to like a uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth and a Dead by Daylight. You is just that, see the night. You see the night in the back. <laughs> yeah, you see the night in the back from Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Like, yeah. the, the biggest, you know, interesting thing about this game is you could actually beat the shit out of the monsters and like just pummel them and kill them on your own. Oh, like br- yeah, you can brutalize them. Hide seek style. Yeah, you brutalize them. Yeah, dude, you beat the shit out of some of these things. It the thing with so like Evil fun. Dead, <laughs> the thing with Evil Dead is like I, every like everyone's only gonna, gonna want to play Ash. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> you know, look, I don't, I, I don't know about that. Look, I like, I liked uh, Dina. No, no, is it Dina? I'm trying to remember. I like, I like the people from the the show. 
and the knight looks like a funny inclusion in this. They also got the uh, the villain. They also revealed the villain from Army of Darkness is a playable character in this. God, dude, so I haven't seen Army of Darkness play. in so long. It's such a good movie. It's, it's amazing. It's exactly what it is. It's exactly Evil what Dead, it knows it is. The Evil know? Dead trilogy is so perfect. It really is, dude. <laughs> like that Evil Dead franchise as a whole is like practically incredible. It's insane to me how good that shit is. A lot of people still don't like the remake. I really love the remake. I, I love the remake. I, I, I'd argue it's probably the, the like one of the best, or if not the best horror remake of all time right now. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I have I, to... I, definitely uh, better than well. Nightmare on sure. Elm Street. I, I don't um, know about... Look, I, I'd say it could go toe-to-toe with the Friday the 13th one, because that one's actually pretty good. But I, I don't yeah. know. Um, I haven't seen... Uh, I haven't... Uh, Sorry, no, no. Um, I uh, I still use Tumblr. <laughs> I still use Tumblr. <laughs> okay. uh, and um, I was like scrolling through, it, and then somebody reblogged uh, a GIF from uh, the Evil Dead remake. It's the scene where I forgot her name, where she sticks the chainsaw into the into the demon's mouth and um, starts yeah. like yeah. yeah, and starts like just like, completely brutalizing her. And like the practical effects were so fucking insane in that movie. How much so blood good. did they use in that movie, dude? The finale, she's just like in a pool of it on the floor. It's like it, it's mixed like, up with the mud and shit. It's super fucking. Ah, uh, dude. It's all red anyway. It, it's ah, uh, yeah, dude. And it has one of the best so trailers of all time. It's a really that good first, trailer. That first like Comic Con trailer mm-hmm. when it was revealed, that's one of the best trailers ever. I'm I've never been able to find the uncut version of it. And oh, I I've seen to, it. I need to check it out. I've seen yeah. it. It got leaked. It got leaked back then. It got leaked, but I know it, it, it officially was released in some Blu-ray not so long ago, so I gotta I gotta check that out soon. Um The the art know, the art of trailers is very the art of trailers is very uh is very underappreciated. Oh yeah. Man, a, a, Wolf good of Wall trailer, Street. a good trailer can keep you going for years, man. Dude, exactly. Wolf yeah. of Wall Street, The Revenant, like Evil Dead. Like, yeah. say what you want about those movies. You know, I, I love those movies, but like, goddamn, those trailers. Like, no, I, I'd argue like any Star Wars trailer or most Star Wars trailers will fucking set you on <laughs> eh, forever. Not as much episode. Not as much episode nine. <laughs> not well. I, I, okay, I'll, the one exception to that is that final trailer they had. Where they that was sick. Show, that where was they sick. Put the yeah. main theme. That fuck. That made me cry, and I didn't <laughs> want to cry because <laughs> I wasn't excited about the movie in that point. But that was a good one. Okay, before we get onto Elden Ring, you want to? Did Did you check out this Battlefield thing? I'm not interested in it. Is that a thing you're into? It's uh, no fuck no. <laughs> okay. it's, it's literally it's literally just like oh fuck, dude. It's just it's just it it's, it's just Battlefield. It's Battlefield 20 years later. It's fucking, who cares? It's just, okay. oh, there's more technology stuff and there's wingsuits now. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's you move on. the fight Deckard in Battlefield 2042. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Elden Ring. It finally got reannounced with a date, mind you. Yeah. January 22nd. So, uh, I know. January 21st, 2022. So, uh, uh, Miyazaki and uh, George R. R. Martin have taken upon themselves to make uh, Elden Berserk. Uh, <laughs> Basically, Berserk Souls, um, essentially. Yeah, um, 21st, my bad. I mixed it up there. January yeah, January 21st, 21st 2022. Which, way, way more, uh, way more, uh, um, uh, sorry, way closer than I thought it'd be. Yeah, they seem way more confident in that game coming out than I ever was. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> of the trailer? Um, I, honestly... Like obviously, you know, memes aside, and you know the the build up 
aside it's actually a ignoring good that it, <laughs> ignoring that it's like it's just darker souls <laughs> yeah no ignoring that like it took forever for this thing to get news to get an update like it's actually a really good trailer i, I was actually really um it really piqued my interest no yeah like, you get yeah because it's kind of like a combination of every combination of like everything you've kind of seen from from software games oh yeah at this point i see Wh- i see a lot of the sekido inspiration definitely like yeah. in the you know it's sekido dark souls you know um and we also get like not only like do we get like a lot we get first of all we get a lot visually of like what the world looks like um it it this seems very vast this is gonna be open world it's gonna be the first uh, from software open world game so that's really sick yeah and, and you could also go on horseback yeah that's officially you, confirmed and you summon horses um you you also get like just really awesome like like uh like key visuals like oh fuck dude the berserk influences are insane dude the like, fucking world tree is the, the most obvious thing yeah the world <laughs> yeah like uh, the the well like in, in i think it's called the world spiral tree in in the in, in berserk there's mm-hmm. that then there's like this wolf knight that like obviously looks like the berserker armor you know oh yeah um the red-haired lady from the teaser trailer shows up she's in this. huge yeah she's oh, huge damn right she is <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but, uh, she looks sick as fuck too uh, i love the the the, mm-hmm. the arm demon with like arms like coming out of his arms you oh, know no, not even just that he, his second arm or his second big tumor thing on his is like, it a sword? left hand it no it's like a fire breathing beast thing there's like fire coming out of it you got big ass humongousoid <laughs> dude that looks really looks sick so um i like you know um uh, again like this isn't this game isn't uh this this game isn't co-written by George R. R. Martin. He helped it with it, so he laid out more like the world and like kind yeah. of like it, it's mo- like George R. R. Martin was definitely like on board mostly for like the world building and like the lore. But this is definitely a Miyazaki written game. There's there, there's some details that came out from Famitsu as of um like two days ago that I'll just um keep ta- that I'll just like list off here from Nibelian on Twitter, but. Before we get onto that, I just wanted to mention one little thing about the horse. What a convenient way to not worry about your horse just getting ganked in the middle of a boss fight. <laughs> it's just summon it anytime you want. Also, the double jump. I don't know if you noticed that. There's like a yeah. little scene where like you do a little double jump with a horse. That got me really excited. Sekiro uh, included double jumping, I think. Yeah, they, they there was double jumping in Sekiro. But now you I can need do to replay with a horse. Sekiro. I need to replay Sekiro. I never finished it. I, yeah, neither have I. I I'm um, still like very early on into it. No, yeah, it's here. super high fantasy. Mm-hmm. Super high fantasy. <laughs> like I ah oh, dude, I just love all the like the the visuals, the like the the armors, like the oh dude, it looks great. Oh, and like that that line delivery, the Elden Ring. It's <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. Oh no, there's a boss there there's a snippet from one of the bosses in that one in that trailer where it's like i don't remember what they said in the beginning but it's like now kneel and they just scream in the middle of a fight and i'm like oh man yeah i, I felt it, the it, hype there yeah really it, oh dude no it looks really cool um, i think uh from like leaks and like kind of like theories that i've heard uh on the internet this is supposed to be kind of like uh a very uh i guess uh f- like kingdom family oriented story where there's various uh there's various families kind of like fighting for i assume is the elden ring or something like that no so so um there's some lore that was dropped on the official website and essentially you're you're playing a you're you're playing what is it 
like another tarnished version of the banished. They're called the, the, the hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Or the hollow. But you're called the tarnished in this one because this is a new franchise. It's not Dark Souls, but it is. Yeah. And um, the goal is to essentially just beat these bosses who hold shards of the Elden Ring to restore balance to the universe or something like yeah. that. Yes. And like the world, I, I assume like the world tree has something to do with like, you know, uh, have- with like all the fucked up things that are going on. Yeah, I have a suspicion about the world tree. Let me let me list off some of the uh, snippets from this interview with Miyazaki. Uh, so there's six major areas that function as distinct dungeons, and they're ruled by demigod characters, which are the... The, the bosses. The, the bosses, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you don't have all the to bosses look fan. Dude, all the bosses look so cool. They, they look, look really so fun. fucking sick, yeah. dude. <laughs> um, you don't have to follow an order. There's no order to like how you beat them. There is a hub and a world map confirmed for the game, which is Makes sense. a very... No, I mean, makes sense given George R. R. Martin's involvement, but like, you well, know, big there's always a hub for a from software game. No, there's always a hub. Oh, in terms of like, oh, well, yeah, world, world map, map is, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, go. it's open world, obviously. Yeah. But like the hub, the hub features, like a lot of the game mechanics are, you know, classic from software, you know, yeah, I assume that's probably what that world tree is supposed to be. Um, let's well, see. okay, wait, okay. Well, uh-huh. like the thing, with, the thing with the world tree, and like obviously, I'm going off like you know berserk for this because okay. that's the, the clear inspiration. <laughs> but like the point of that world tree was kind of to like, uh, bl- like kind of like uh, break down the lines between like uh, the astral world and like the physical world. So like that tree was kind of bringing in like all like bringing in all of man's like fantasy like thoughts and like you know ghouls and demons and all just anything like fantasy like that that tree kind of broke the barriers of that so going off that i'm assuming maybe this world spiral tree is kind of like like it's upbringing kind of brought a change to like the world that they knew okay so I, i i assume you know i assume like given the inspiration that's something more 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 or less like where they're going with um, let me list off the rest here. So they're yeah. confident that the game's gonna re- arrive on its release date. I'm a, I want to feel confident about it, but given how like almost everything's gonna get delayed to 2022, I is it from software you know, pretty good? Like pretty good about that? Well, that's the thing. I was I'm, I was actually pretty surprised that they went to with a, such a concrete release date for this right off the bat of, with this trailer. I mean, so, it makes sense given like how, you know, how I, much I, they... I wouldn't be surprised if it actually makes it on... Well, no, I, I would kind of be surprised if it makes it on time, but uh, given their track record... I wouldn't be surprised to be honest because again, we haven't heard anything about this game in forever. You know, like th- mm-hmm. this is the first big trailer we got since that original teaser. And like, it seems like they got the game down. You know? Well, yeah. Seem- well, remember, yeah. we were hearing reports that there were like a bunch of internal delays because yeah. they just didn't know how to, you know, what to do with the game. And then we got that leaked trailer that was... Um, Which is pretty close to what, what we're seeing here. It's pretty mean, close to what yeah, we're seeing there here. Was, there was a little bit. There were some things that were pulled from that There's trailer. There's a lot of like, it. <laughs> no, but like the, the two big freakazoids holding that, um, carrying that cart, that's that's lifted in, uh, exactly. At yeah, least, like the, I think, shot for shot from that leaked I th- trailer. I think like the red sky, the red sky imagery, like uh, with like the dragon... Uh, that like that dragon lightning bolt Zeus thing. Mm-hmm. I think that was like part of the leaks as well. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, no, the, the okay. Elder Ring just looks pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah let me ahead. let me keep going here. So yeah. character creator, multiple endings, uh, much higher sense. degree of freedom than before. Optional bosses. I don't know what this last part is here, but maybe you could help me out here if you played it. Uh, the battle art system from Dark Souls Three will return, but it's not fixed to. But you're not fixed to a weapon, and with at least a hundred uh, techniques. I didn't. I, I think that's like their class system, or something okay. like that for Dark Souls Three. But then again, I didn't play Dark Souls Three as much as I did, oh, uh, as okay, much I as I did the did. others. But um, 
I think that's like maybe I, I assume that's what they mean. Like you know, you're you're not as on rails mm-hmm. as you were before in other Soulsborne games because like the Soulsborne games, like yeah, they're pretty open and you know there's multiple paths to different things and you can there's optional bosses as well, but it's still pretty linear. You know, those games. Well, so um, other things here like asynchronous multiplayer elements. There's the, yeah, the there's like this weird thing- like there's like a plague. There's like a plague mechanic. What it seems like. You know, like you see, like these characters, kind of like almost like lepers, like they they they're like attaching their limbs back together. Like there's like this weird like skin thing that's going on with them. I I assume they're taking that kind of from like Sekiro. Uh, just from this tweet here, it says that like you could apparently set up groups of friends, for example, and give their messages slash dead bodies, etc., a higher priority with a keyword system, uh, with no okay. limit on the group size. So that's cool. I- yeah, that's interesting. The the okay the the most exciting thing from this article that that uh, dropped from here. I wonder how co-op is, is going to be in this game. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I'm very curious about that too. Um, spirits can be collected and equipped apparently as summons. So there's different types of spirits that you could use uh, for like assaults or as decoy or defense, and they could be improved. And they're also like. They're also rather rather useless um, spirits with other traits. Mm-hmm. So, like, from what I was able to gather, it seems like the people that you could kill, like the mini-bosses or, like, the enemies that you can kill, you could resurrect them technically as spirits to fight alongside you. Just making cool. your own little mini-ghost army from Return to King. That's sick. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. that that sounds like a really promising mechanic. Which may yeah, also, which kind of uh-huh. adds like which I kind of adds like my theory of the world tree, where like maybe like the there like that world tree like signifies like the like you know breaking the barriers between like you know the underworld quote unquote and like you know the physical realm. Mm-hmm. So that could be part of that. Yeah, the, um, I'm trying. There was something else I wanted to bring up there. I think no, maybe I think that's it for right now it looks sick a lot more information about elden ring than i expected this week and i'm so happy yeah we i'm very happy with it we're, as well. we got confirmation it's a real game so yeah uh ps5 also confirmed but that's a given i assume yeah yeah ps5 and xbox series x and s so. yeah and it's gonna be it's gonna be cross-gen so and speaking of xbox they oh yeah we got a, they also had a panel all right so yeah Bethesda. uh so yeah fuck off summer game fest you were pretty cool uh <laughs> they're still going apparently they like they still have like a couple more events going on oh, for the real year. And there's a rumor. There's a rumor that we're apparently getting a PS, a PlayStation panel event sometime either this week or next week. Makes sense. That's what I've been hearing. Makes sense. Yeah. So Xbox, Xbox, and Bethesda. Yeah, they kicked it off with Starfield, coming out November 11, twenty twenty-two. Exactly. That's a game. Twelve. No, exactly eleven years. Eleven years since the release of Skyrim. This is a game that has so much fucking potential that I. I don't want to. I don't want to treat it like a cyberpunk kind of thing. But goddamn, there's so much that this game could do for like for like art for like sci-fi RPGs, and I'm really excited to see what they could do with this. Yeah, honestly, the teaser kind of sold me. I was I was actually pretty excited from some of the from some of the footage we saw from this. It looks I'm very surprised. inspired, huh? It looks very inspired, you know. Well, I mean, it, the the most interesting thing I was talking to a friend on Discord about this, and it's like the the thing that sets it apart from, obviously, that sets it apart from other like sci-fi, you know, RPG franchises, and just like visually, is that it looks like they're not going like super super sci-fi into the future. It feels like a combination of like maybe like like that show Man, um, for all mankind, where like. You know, it's science fiction, but it's it's at the cusp of where it's like kind of meshed in with like current human 
um, society, or at least in this case, it kind of feels like, like almost like it kind of feels almost, like you're playing the Apollo space mission as almost a game, like like know? like almost like oh the be the beginnings of the expansion of humanity. Yeah, yeah. Like it, almost like it, it probably like, like a firefly. Yeah, like a firefly cowboy bebop aesthetic almost. Yeah, kind of like that. A little like yeah. that. Yeah, ramshackle type of thing. Yeah, I know. Which I, makes it really, really interesting like, to me. No, and like what I meant by like inspired is like you could tell like this is like a world that like it like you could tell like this is like a, a very much a world that they like they've they've worked on, you know? Oh yeah. Like th- there's definitely like you could definitely tell that there's like that there's lore behind this and that like there's I'm really excited to see what they could do with this because again, this could be their next Skyrim, you never know, but like <laughs> Well, I mean, they're Again. putting it on the same anniversary as Skyrim, so I think that's what they're trying to go for with yeah. this. Here's also, the, the, it works out. Also, the, the the game cover looks really cool. The game cover looks actually looks pretty sick. Yeah, looks I, beautiful, I, was, yeah. I was pretty down with that. It, it, it's like it, it's like a like a like an old like seventies like sci fi film. Yeah, almost. Be, you know, before we get going with this, I want to add, man, what a great time to probably be a Game Pass member right now because all this shit is supposed to be on Game Pass day one. Oh fuck yeah, Game Pass is the best deal in gaming. Yeah, 100%. dude, that I'm I'm every time I I see a new Xbox like panel or event or anytime I see Xbox news, it's like I don't know if I should get an Xbox Series X. I feel like I should probably just get Game Pass and be maybe happy you should with just that. get a PC. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's essentially what I'm saying. Yeah, because like, fuck, that's at that you're point you're choosing at that point you know <laughs> like i get i get having a console but there's a it's getting to a point where like even sony's starting to like give in more towards the pc uh realm of everything so it's, it's literally getting to a point where it's like why the fuck are we do we even need a console there, like you know that one's so interesting because like they've been porting some of their exclusives to i think to there's PC gonna now. be a big push for that i think in the in the next few years you never know in the next few months i think there might be a big push for like a sony type of game pass I'm I'm really hoping that Sony still sticks to their guns with, uh, in terms of just like keeping you know like keeping console a hard gaming. focus on console gaming because yeah. you know that's still important to me. That's still least. important, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not everybody can spend like a thousand dollars on a big gaming PC. Exactly. That's yeah. the other thing, and, yeah. and not only not only that, but like you know, it's not like it's easy to find a thirty eighty out there. It's not. It's not easy at all. I mean, thirty eighty is like that's like top tier. Like you, you're better off getting a thirty sixty right now. Even that, even, even well, then. the three thousand series, <laughs> yeah, then. the three thousand series is really difficult right now. I mean, a lot of people. Well, then again, like okay, because we're in a really weird, we're in a really weird point in like in in just like in life. In, 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 no, in like what well, like in like gaming culture and like just like you know just like I, I guess like a a PC culture where like. You know, not only like are people getting these graphics cards because there's more, I guess, more of a push for ga- for PC gaming because of the pandemic. But you know, Bitcoin has been on the fucking has been on a fucking tear the last few months, and like everybody is like, literally everybody is is trying to get enough GPUs so they can start mining. And that's you know that was a big issue like uh, uh before the pandemic, and now it's an even bigger. It's it's been it's been a big issue, you know. Um, when I was building my PC, um, which was literally like a few months, not even like a month or two after like we, we got quarantined, it was really difficult to find all those pieces. It was really difficult to find those parts. And especially now I, with I like assume I, part of that also has to deal with the fact that like scalping is still a fucking awful issue to handle. What? Right now oh, well. like just like reselling, reselling yeah. the GPUs. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Or, you know, like a lack of a, or, you know, the lack of, uh, bot detection, in storefronts where just pe- things could be sold out within fucking seconds. I mean, <laughs> at this at this point, if like you, if like you know, I, I guess like advice to like anyone who's trying to build a PC at this point, if you care that much and you want it right now, you might as well just invest in a bot. But you didn't hear that from me, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, um, I've never bought a bot. 
I don't know how that shit works. You don't buy a bot, or yeah, I don't know, or code a bot. I don't fucking know. No, you, or you, um, from from what I can understand, you, I, you I have just, no idea how that how, how that how that works. There are programs to install, is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> so all right. that's all I'll, that's all I'll mention there. I'm pretty sure like one one Google search on YouTube, like one oh, one yeah. search on YouTube, Trust and me. like it's easy. Trust I'm me. sure it's easy. I'm sure it's easy. Everything's easier with a like everything is so much easier because of Google. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Did you see the Stalker Two trailer? I didn't even. I don't even remember. Like it was part of this thing. But are you excited I, I, for that? Um, Stalker Two. Stalker. Okay. The fact that we're getting a Stalker sequel is huge. Because <laughs> Stalker <laughs> is a very is a very big game, and a lot of like what. Okay. Here. Let me see when the first uh, Stalker came out. Two thousand seven. Really? That long ago. It was Fuck. Stalker Shadow of the Chernobyl. Yeah, 2007. They had like that a few. Was Chernobyl, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had like a you know a, a few other. Uh, they had like a, a a few other games under that, and like it's been year. People have been wanting a Stalker game for a while. Um, again, you know, it's kind of like a first person RPG type of thing. Um, I, I'm not like the biggest Stalker fan. I know it's very uh, it's very much like horror. Uh, like it's like political horror almost. You know, uh, given like, given like, you know, uh, the uh, context of the, uh, of the, uh, the game, you know. Oh man, I was. It's I like was Dead really Space. Ho- it's like really Dead Space. For, like Andre Tarkovsky's, but what if a video game instead? Yeah. Like, what if you got no. to play the mirror? For yeah, like fifteen hours. <laughs> yeah, like I know, I like I know, like I know, like Stalker is based, like a lot of it is based on that on the original Stalker film, you know, uh, and and like I, I guess like. If you're like a big, uh, if you're like a big fan of, you know, if, if, if you're a big, you're a big fan, fan of RPGs, of death, this is very. I'd say the, the best way to describe it is like Fallout and Death Stranding had a baby mm. stalker, but which it's real because yeah. it's based off like Chernobyl shit. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, there's like weird like dead space radioactive demons and shit. One of the yeah, one, it looked interesting from that. One trailer. of the bald dude, one of the bald dudes looks like Oscar Isaac in in uh, Ex Machina, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just April twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. As a firm release date there. Yeah. Let's see. Um, not much to talk about the Sea of Thieves thing, but the Captain Jack Sparrow DLC, which is free for the game, coming out June 22nd. Looks I feel cool. like this sh- I feel like this should have been announced like way before. I feel like we're a few <laughs> years late on like putting Jack Sparrow in Sea of Thieves. <laughs> Why? Because of like what's going on with Jack Sparrow in real life right now? Well, no, <laughs> no, not that. Oh, no, 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 not that. That's completely separate. But I'm just saying like, oh, the most... Who's like the most popular pirate in like in in recent pop culture not even that you go back to like 2012 2010 maybe earlier like 2008 like who you would say you would uh someone would if someone asked you who's the most popular disney character right now you'd go jack sparrow probably yeah you know so like yeah it feels like a little like a little too little too late but hey that's good for the people who are playing uh, sea of Thieves. I heard that game's good. I've just it's never fun. Into no, it. it is fun. I, I I played it. I played for like a month with with our friends. I even like for, for like a few weeks. It was, it was cool. You think you're gonna get the the Pirates Life DLC? Where is this called? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, unless it's like on Game Pass, which it probably will be. I, uh, no, I mean, it's free for the game. That's why I'm asking. Oh, okay. Oh, well, damn, yeah. fucking. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. If uh, if if my if my friends if like our friends are like doing it and I'm bored one day, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Fuck it. Yakuza. <laughs> There's like Yakuza, like a dragon. Oh, it's yeah, gonna no, be on Game Pass. Come the Game Pass. That's uh, cool. I mean, all the all the Yakuza games. Now Who is a big Yakuza fan? Is it Adrian? It's Adrian, our buddy yeah. Adrian. Yeah, yeah. He's he must be excited. <laughs> that no, this is actually a pretty big deal for for Yakuza fans because it's only for the most part it's only been on like PCs and PlayStation. It's never been on Xbox until fairly recently. 
Mm-hmm. Then um, there were some trailers for 12 Minutes, an Annapurna game with uh, uh, Willem Dafoe and Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy coming out August 19th. This is but, really interesting. I really want to mm-hmm. play this game. Yeah, no, it looks interesting. I, Annapurna, honestly, they make some pretty decent games. They publish some de- pretty decent games. Mm-hmm. Um, Psychonauts 2 comes out, finally comes out on August 25th. I've never played the original Psychonauts, but I've heard good things about it. Never been really interested. In yeah. Um, did you see this trailer for the game called Party Animals? Um, yeah, I, I guess they're, they're, go- I, okay, they're going for like the, uh, they're going for the, uh, it looks Fall like Guys. Beast. It looks like Fall Guys. Fall Guys and Gang Beast. This plays a lot like Gang Beast, at least. Yeah, so uh, I assume this trailer is, shows. yeah, from, from like what we see from the trailer, it looks a lot like they're just trying to make another Battle Pass game, you know, <laughs> uh, games as a service type of thing. Probably going to be different skins. You might, we, we might get a Garfield fucking DLC in a year. Who knows? That'd be really funny. <laughs> just kick the shit out of Garfield, throw him into like an incinerator. That's no, shoot him. Fuck. No, shoot. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of shooting shit, dude, there's a, did you hear about that Pokemon ripoff game that's on Steam coming out next year? It's like FPS Pokemon, right? How World. I sent it to you on, on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Day, what actually. the fuck was that? Dude. Insane. Is it like a fan game? No, it's it's a real game coming out on Steam next year, but the trailer. It's a real game with off. real feelings. Yeah, no, but the <laughs> thing is, it, the trailer starts off as like a you know typical Temtem uh, Pokemon ripoff, but then poachers start shooting at you with AKs and you're blocking them with the fucking Pokemon that's next. Yeah, to you. it's like it's and like Fortnite crying because all the bullets are hitting their face. It's like Fortnite and Plant vs Zombies had a baby. No, but like it's it's, but it's like kind of graphic. Cause it's like it, it's an act like you're you're actually shooting you're sniping some Pokemon's off the face of the earth it's shit it's fucking crazy as if <laughs> as if Pokemon hasn't had like controversy already with animal fighting right it, no but it's so funny because it's like it I don't want to get into it too much but it's like it's one it it feels like one of those games where you only like where you just talk about as a bit but you don't really think it will be a real game but now it's real. And I don't know how to feel about that. And it's really fun. It's kind of funny and kind of disturbing to look at at the same time. Um, Hades is coming to Xbox. Uh, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't see the Halo Infinite multiplayer video, but I saw I the did. rest of it. What I do did, you think? yeah. It looks really good. Looks really good. Looks um, like a polished I, game now. No, it, it, it looks very deep. No, it, it genuinely looks better than what we got before. I like the graphics a lot. There's a lot more details and like textures in you know with the graphics. Um, they're adding uh, a lot of new uh, modes and vehicles uh, and guns to um, to what they're doing now. Uh, I like uh, I like uh, that that new like Razorback. It's like a warhog. It's like a warhog type of thing, but you can like store things on it as well. Like you could put like a turret in the back, like an, or extra weapons. I heard there were uh, some features that were brought back from Halo Three or something like that for this multiplayer. Yeah, something like that. I don't fucking oh. know. <laughs> Looked interesting. No, it looks sick. It looks sick. Uh, they, there's like new like battle damage mechanic mechanics with like the vehicles that are really cool. Um, it looks really fun. It just looks really really fun. And what makes all of this better is the fact that it's gonna be free. Yeah, insane. That's insane. Completely separate purchase from the campaign, which that, not gonna lie, I I, I could have just skipped over, but obviously we, we you know there there was something interesting to talk about in that story trailer that they showed, or not even a trailer, it was like a brief clip. From yeah, the it's like, there's like a new version of Cortana now. New version of Cortana, but then like it's like it? sticking like, to. It, oh no, I was gonna say it's like st- it, it's like 
they're they're very aware of like Chief's past. So it's not like, oh, you're Cortana, that's cool. Like, Chief is very much like, what the fuck? Like, no, but that's, they, the thing is, it's not even Cortana, because apparently they said that Cortana died or something. It's like a Cortana, it's a Cortana AI. It's like a Cortana, like, model. Yeah. But it's not, it's not Cortana. Gortana. Some, like, she like gets a new name. Yeah, I don't but, know. Like, it, it's so interesting, because, like, the way I looked at it, because I, I don't, I don't play the Halo games. I just, I know, you know, parts of the story. Or, no, I, I know, you know, some of the story from, like, some, some YouTube videos. The but, last Halo campaign I played was for... Like yeah, fully from going off from five, it looks really. This looks kind of This feels pretty surprising because I'm pretty sure Cortana was a big part of five. I remember seeing some some recaps of five with her in it. But yeah, 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 she was like Cortana died. We gotta figure out who killed Cortana. And it's like, how do you figure out who killed Cortana? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I, I it's story like you know for the story. I, I I don't know where it's gonna go. To be honest, I don't really care as much. I just want the game itself to look. To, to be good and to be fun yeah. and like you know it so far it looks like an upgrade from what we got before i don't think this looks bad i hope it's good you know 343 has a pretty rocky uh has a pretty rocky track record with the halo franchise you know? well, I mean, it took fu- it took a year last year <laughs> there was like two fucking directors there's like so many like big uh-huh. fucking names that dropped in uh, in the middle of like uh making halo infinite um it took like a year or two to like finally uh, successfully port the Master Chief Collection onto PC, which is fucking ridiculous. And like, I, I, I you know, yeah, I think it, it, there's, I think there's potential for this. I like a lot with with what they're doing visually. I think it looks really cool. I like the new like looks for the Spartans. Like, there's a lot of like awesome like you know customizable features oh, to it. That samurai Spartan looked dope as fuck. Sick, it's like a Ronin. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. I can't remember the actual name for it, but yeah, that one was cool. Yeah, no, I highly recommend watching the the uh, all the the Halo Infinite stuff because you know if you're a Halo fan, I think you won't be. I, I think you won't be as disappointed as you were um, <laughs> as you've been before. You'll be slightly less disappointed with, yeah. with Halo. Apparently coming out this year, but they haven't given a release date yet. Uh, uh, like at least going from a Brazilian account, a Brazilian Xbox account, apparently in November or December it's supposed to come out. So let's see. Um, okay. Plague Tale Requiem that got announced the sequel to the Plague no, Tale. you know Plague's Tale. Uh, I haven't I, I never played it but I've heard great things and that looked interesting from the trailer. That's pretty cool. There's a snowboarding game that looks really fun called Shredders. Shredders. That's yeah. a fucking great name. Dude, it's so cool. I love it's it. It's cool, yeah. I uh dude, I we haven't got we there hasn't been that much like skateboarding like just boarding games as there were back in like the mid 2000s, you know. There were supposed to be more, but now Activision's working on like <laughs> on um um on COD full time instead of, you know, more Tony Hawk. But I yeah. guess people, I guess like, I, I guess uh, companies are starting to realize, you know, how fucking great those games were. How radical skating is, dude. No, yeah, dude. No, it looks, no, this looks really cool. There's like, like there's customization, there's customization options. I, I assume there's like, I wouldn't be fucking surprised if they somehow add like a battle royale to this. Well, you just start like clashing into other people's snowboards. You start beating, you start beating people up with your snowboard. <laughs> like, you know how in hockey games they have like a battle mechanic where you can yeah. just start fighting people? Yeah, it's the same thing here. Just a wrestling snowboarding game? Yeah, yeah, why not? Great. Just suplex somebody off a of fucking Everest? It looks cool. It lo- no, it looks really cool. I think, I, uh, did you ever play Trials? No, I know I know about trials though. That was such a fun, like repetitive, just like you know, like a mind, like like just like a mind numbing game. game. Yeah, <laughs> in the sense of like, oh, you just turn off your brain and just like pl- like you know, get a few rounds in, you know. Yeah, I think I, I think this could be really cool. Also, I like the aesthetic too. I like the like the the font changing and shit. Yeah, the 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 logo is a little weird for me, but I could I could fuck with it. Yeah. You know, oh, there's funny. a camera mode too, which is sick. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Speaking of cool, I'll give them this. This Diablo 2 remake looks pretty fucking dope. Coming out I, September 23rd. Listen, man, I never had to be convinced to, to get Diablo, uh, Diablo 2 remake, but I'm so glad like it's actually good. <laughs> I'm it looks good. Yeah, like let me, yeah, let like me make that distinction. <laughs> it looks fan- like it looks fantastic. You know exactly what Diablo two like was. You know if Diablo two were to be re- if Diablo two were to be released in modern times, it'd be this. And like you mentioned earlier, like a a good trailer can set you on for life. This was a pretty good trailer. It's a great trailer, yeah. dude. As like somebody and- who actively hates Blizzard Activision or Activision Blizzard, yeah, like that. This one kind of sold me a little bit. Yeah, dude, and like, game. fuck, when, when does this come out again? September uh, 23rd. September, yeah, fuck, dude, I'm really excited. I'm gonna get this for sure. 100%. I hope you get to kill the cows again. Probably. That was always that was always one of the funniest oh, moments. Is that Asriel? In, yeah, it's Asriel. Yeah, that was always one of the funniest moments in, in Diablo 2, the cow raids. Um, What's next? Can't oh, wait. Man, this game. Atomic Heart? Dude, no, um, replaced. Mm-hmm. The the two D to like the kind of like two D pixel art action yeah, game. Yeah, it's pic- yeah. This looks like it's using ray tracing graphics, <laughs> Dude, it looks but it's pixels. Dope. Yeah, yeah. No, this looks amazing. Like like the the visually fucking crazy. It looks like um, it's like it's like it's 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 weird to explain. It's like. 3D foregrounds, or like it's a 3D foreground, but still pixeled style. But then, like you see different elements in the background where it's clearly, p- clearly pixels, and the way they move is like very choppy. But the lighting, man, the lighting, yeah, dude, the lighting's crazy. The camera movements, so fucking weird. Even the snippets of action look really fun. It's so like, great. It, it felt you could really feel the oomph in it, and oh man, I. I like it. It kind of looks like a weird mix of like a play dead game. There's with, some, you know, 2D art styles of like some some old like Lucasfilm point and click games and stuff like that. I don't that. know if it's, it's just interesting. me. I don't know if it's just me, but a lot of like these like character designs and like, you know, the monsters, it looks a little bit like Warhammer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and, I like, kind of see it. It's like, yeah, like um, there's this like really cool, uh, this is a really cool race in Warhammer where um, they're basically like, uh, they're basically like, they're technological Cenobites kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So imagine like like Hellraiser Cenobites, but with technology. They worship technology to the point where it's like it's literally a religion to them. And like yeah. there's like some monsters here that look like kind of like that. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 into the whole look in this, and it's like obviously another like neon drenched mystery looking game, but looks cool. It reminded me actually. It kind of reminded me of this other game that I don't think we ever talked about in the show. But it has a very similar art style to this called um, The Last Night. It hasn't been... There's no, like, updates for it yet. But, like, that got announced before this game got revealed. And looks pretty similar to it. I thought it was actually the same game, but they just gave it a new title. But yeah. I was wrong. It looks really nice, though. Looks really, really, you know... Um, re- looks really pretty visually. Uh, what else here? Okay, Outer Worlds 2 is getting a sequel with the most honest trailer I've ever seen. In a while for a video Tyler game. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the trailer for this? It's like, um, here's all these cinematics we've spent millions of dollars on that aren't actually going to be in the game. A silhouette <laughs> of the protagonist because we don't know what they're actually going to look like. <laughs> it's I like funny. that. Yeah. I like that. I appreciate that. Outer, Outer Worlds is like a, a sleeper class. It's like a sleeper hit. I, I, I've heard a lot of people love outer world yeah no it's but, it, yeah. it's gotten it's gotten a, a big following ever since it first came out i know uh, a nick a friend, friend friend of the show he loves outer worlds 
Um, yeah, no, looks really cool. Yeah, uh, uh, let's see. Okay, Age of Empires some... 4, another flight simulator. Uh. Well, yeah, no, Microsoft Flight Sim is coming to, to consoles, which I guess is, I think that's something that's never happened before for that franchise. Yeah, no, because it's, it's always been a PC thing. Yeah. Because, you know, it's you know, you're literally rendering the entire world, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> Experience Epstein Island on the Xbox Series X. And Again, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they just block it out completely. <laughs> I, I hope not. That was, those are. Do you remember that? Streams. Do you remember that? Yeah, Wubby. <laughs> yeah, when Wubby went to Epstein Island during his back, during his uh, playthrough, back with the whole Epstein thing, <laughs> Wubby yeah. and like a, a legion of his like his fans and just random people, they just flew to Little St. James. <laughs> you know what feels to, really anxious? Oh uh, yeah. Um, sorry. You know what feels really anxious about this update though? The Top Gun expansion where you're just pl- like going on jet planes now. That feels play really Tom- scary. <laughs> I, I just, what, he just played coked out Tom Cruise. Like, ah! like, <laughs> no, but just like crashing to a bunch of play. You probably like if this if this was like my first time playing the game, I probably would have no idea how to control a jet uh, engine. <laughs> um, with this release, I'd probably be crashing everywhere. There's people who It'd be like a disaster. <laughs> there's like uh uh people like you know internet hermits like you know all they do is just stay home on the internet that uh-huh. like all they do is get on flight simulator and like do a real flight like they're literally there like sometimes for like 27 hours to go to australia like <laughs> dude honestly it sounds really sad but like at the same time that feels kind of comforting in a way like I no like yeah it, no it really is really relaxing no it really is no i uh, I, I know people like treat the flight simulator almost like like, like kind of how they treat the de- uh, death stranding mm-hmm. which is like just lay back just you know chill soothing <laughs> that reminds me of a there's a there's a similar story um when are we getting the Star Wars expansion for Flash? <laughs> There's mods for this, actually. I've seen the mods for uh, on PC for some of that, uh, and they they look really fun. I'm trying to remember what was it. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I'm gonna yeah. get I'm gonna get a uh, VR eventually. I, I am gonna get like a VR headset eventually, and I can't wait to play uh, st- uh, the Star Wars uh, Star Wars uh, squadrons. Fuck, yes, Star Wars yeah. squadrons on on VR. I'm I'm really I, I I'm I'm really anxious to know if i get nauseous on yeah. vr because i feel yeah. like i'd be really nauseous yeah yeah um do you get seasick no actually Surprisingly then you enough, might no you might be fine but, but you know th- the thing is like i know and i know it's not equipped for vr but i've seen videos of it if you imagine playing like mirror's edge on vr oh, i fucking die <laughs> you wanna okay all right one of my favorite I'd a, like I'd, I'd probably have a heart attack playing mirror's edge uh, on vr <laughs> critical um, um uh-huh. uh, you know uh, moist critical penguins uh, charlie whatever you want to call him uh he did like a video like a year ago or a few years ago whatever uh of him like you know doing vr but the thing is like he gets horribly like uh disoriented oh so it's literally there's like two videos of him just trying to play like uh trying to play on the vr and he's just like vomiting Fuck, <laughs> like he, he just can't handle it <laughs> that's that, that that must suck dude Honestly, because like you get used to it. I know you get used to it. I know that happens like uh, Adam from IMS. I know he like he would get disoriented, but he eventually got like used to it. Yeah, but just I, I feel like it's it's different when you just see somebody doing it. But like if you're actually in it, I feel like it's just no, of course, of course. Fuck out, yeah, you know? obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I haven't like I haven't experienced like a new VR thing. Like I, I, got, I really want to try like new gen VR, you know? Yeah, like I really want to play like Half Life Alexa, uh, um, Alex. Or Alex, sorry, Half Life Alex. Yeah, <laughs> Alexa. I've heard, one, I've heard that one's actually one of the best implementations. No, for it is. Hundred percent. It is. 100%. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Forza Horizon's a thing. That was yeah. that, that was a thing. I don't care for, for this franchise, but I you don't know, either. to each his own. Forza's um, literally just made to show off uh, uh, Microsoft graphics. Yeah, exactly. Look yeah. how nice this car is. Looks great. That's a nice car. <laughs> That's a nice car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, Arcane Studios announced a new game, a co-op shooter called Redfall, where you're basically this ragtag group of unique it's individuals. Another Fortnite. It's another Fortnite copy. <laughs> kind of like a Fortnite, but like you're destroy. You're you're fighting zombies this time. It oh whoa! Pretty, it looked kind of fun from the CG trailer. <laughs> whoa! Coming next year in the summer. So yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's from the people who made Prey. So Prey's good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Prey's, Prey's good. good. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. Xbox? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we yeah. can go right into Ubisoft now, and then. I mean, ever ever while there was a report that came out where it's being completely rebooted. We probably won't see it until like 2024. Or that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. No, fucking sucks. Apparently, the director of the project left like a few months ago. Or something Wasn't like this supposed to be like Rare's big like next project? Like <laughs> yeah, after Sea of Thieves. Yeah. But I guess they just didn't know. Uh, from what I read, it, it sounds like they just didn't know what to do with the story. Hmm. Yeah, no. but let's go to let's go to Ubisoft. Let's go to the criminals at Ubisoft. Oh, sorry, alleged criminals of Ubisoft uh, with Far Cry Six, which is definitely not political, right? The, I mean, the game where Juan Carlos Exposito is is <laughs> has gone on record to say that Fidel Castro was one of the biggest influences into his character is definitely not political at all. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, remember Tropical? Remember Tropical? Do you know what that is? No. What is it's this? a it's a it's a Civ type of game like Empire Builder, but it's set on it's set on a tropical island where the dictator is a big bearded man. <laughs> Look, search up tropical right now, and you're it's literally the guy's Fidel Castro. Of course, <laughs> but yeah, Far Cry Six. I mean, um, it looks sick. I love it. Um, let's talk about that classic villains uh, yeah, battle the, pass the expansion. DLC, where you get the yeah. boss and the the Himalayan dude. So apparently. <laughs> In this DLC, you get to play as like the, like the best parts of a Far Cry are the villains. The villains of Far Cry are fantastic; they really uh-huh. are. And I guess you get to play as uh, each. You get to play as like what is it? Voss, Pagan, and uh, Voss, the Himalayan Joseph. guy. Joseph, yeah, Joseph yeah. from the most recent one from Far yeah, Cry and Five. I guess like it's like a dream sequence for them, where it's like you're kind of in <laughs> there, like over Cuba. <laughs> I, I guess you know. <laughs> I, I, I guess. Um, yeah, no, like, it, it looks really cool, um, especially if you're a fan. Like, the Far Cry... Voss, to me, is one of the best villains in games. I love Voss so much. And, like, seeing him back, like, you know, playing as him again. Is this the same guy? Yeah, it is, right? Same guy. Um, the guy um, who plays Nacho? Yeah, from Better Call Saul. Yeah, probably. Pretty yeah, sure. Um, Michael Mando. That's it. Yeah, Michael Mando. he made that character his. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think this could be really cool. I, I think it's really cool. It's, like, a, a nice, fun expansion, you know? I don't know, uh, the, uh, man. I'm not. I'm not that excited for Far Cry. I've never been a big Far Cry fan, but it's just. Also, it, it just kind of feels a little weird going into a game where you know, you're basically in in Cuba during the fucking fuck. Castro regime. Oh no, I don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I I welcome that. Like I know genuinely, I really do because I, I like I you know I I think it's cool when like you know you know obviously there's a lot of history and context in there, but like I I, I like it when you know like these games like base their base a lot of like their characters and like the their uh their uh i guess uh themes on um on uh on, a lot on of the big events yeah, yeah. yeah it, a lot of the big real, real life events yeah i um, i just think the problem i the problem i have with it is just like they're such cowards they can never really admit to fucking 
saying that it's not that you know that um their game is political when it clearly is is it, well, is that what they're saying political is that what they're trying to say is. no like the developers have been saying that for years man mm. when it's if it's not far cry it's the fucking black fist from that splinter cell mobile game or you know god forbid we talk about david cage in, in this podcast like it's it, it shit like that that just infuriates me where you clearly know, like we clearly know what this game is supposed to be about. We clearly know who this person is inspired by. The fucking actor behind your villain in the game explicitly mentions, "Yeah, this dictator was a big inspiration for my character." How can <laughs> you not say it's 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 not political? It's yeah, stupid. No. no, everything's political. Everything's yeah. political. No, I I mean, and I'm not saying like, look, you can make something political. But like, if it's if it's obviously political, stand by it. There's no reason no, but like, to like negate. No, it. yeah, obviously, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But like, yeah, it's like, again, every everything always leads to politics. So, <laughs> especially <laughs> especially with like these games, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> well, that, that's that's pretty cool. Um, there's like Valhalla uh, DC uh, uh, DLC for Assassin's Creed. I, uh, I I didn't bother checking some of that stuff. Out. I, I, uh, I know people like Valhalla. Yeah, I heard it was all right. I heard it was all right. I heard, heard it was pretty good. Yeah. What, what's your, what's what's this guy's name? Thorgor. Or Leif Erikson, it's, it's fucking Thor Ingen, outside here or something like that. I don't yeah, know. something yeah. like that. Um, Bjork, that's it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Bjork. Um, um, they oh, announced a, an, an Avatar game. Okay, I I wanted the I wanted to get through the Mario and Rabbids game before Why? the Avatar thing <laughs> because I okay I don't I don't have it but I played the demo for it. Dude, that Mario Ra- that first Mario Rabbids game is surprisingly better than I thought it would be, and apparently it's actually it, uh, apparently it did really well. Obviously, to garner a sequel to it, it looked it looks fun. It's a strategy game. It's like XCOM. Have you ever played XCOM? No. It's like XCOM, but Mario and Rabbids. Huh. It's super interesting. So that was this is such a cool. weird thing to put together. I know, I know. It, it reminded me. I was I was bored the other night, and I was looking up some like old E3 highlights. If you could call them that, because some of them are cringy as fuck. There was a moment in the Ubisoft conference where they announced the first game, and they had um, Miyamoto on stage, and he was congratulating the guy he was working with, the creator of the Rabbids, who was the co-director on the game, and he was in the st- he was in the audience, and everybody it was it, it reminded me of that moment because it was such a sweet moment where. Like, this guy's been making games forever, and he's always wanted to make a Mario game, and now he's making it with the creator of Mario, and he stands up, he gets a standing ovation, and he starts crying, because, like, you know, fuck, his dream actually came true. That sounds a lot that like moment. Bong Joon- That sounds like a lot like Bong Joon-ho saying thank you to Martin Scorsese. Yeah, no, it was it was really sweet. Uh, it reminded cool. me of that. But, yeah, that, that's, that, that was just something I wanted to bring up. Yeah, okay, so the Avatar game, apparently this has been in the works for years. This has been announced for a while now, but it got like re-announced for with a I think with a date, right? Uh, for uh, for sometime next year. Yeah. yeah, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Frontier. Yeah, of Pandora? it's it's from uh, it's from Massive Entertainment, and they're the guys behind uh, the Division series. Mm. Um, and the Division's really good. Uh, I really like the Division. Um, I don't. I, <laughs> I like. I, the world of Avatar seems like a cool place for a video game. It seems I like guess. a very cool place for the video game. For a video game in you know? 2010 or in 2021, because, <laughs> like, dude, who asked for this? <laughs> I like. like <laughs> I guess they're they've been trying to, they've been trying to push Avatar again for years, 
Like, they've been trying to make it, like, relevant again. And I guess this is, like, a, a way of doing that. I don't know. We're still getting <laughs> fucking six more movies. <laughs> like, yeah, but, like, they still haven't even come out yet. That's yeah. the thing. This might be cool. Who knows? This Maybe. might be, like, you know, there is a lot of cool things in the world. And, I, again, I think, I think the world of Avatar fits a video game, you know? I still can't get used to their hair penises. That still freaks me out a little. Yeah. They kind of yeah, connect yeah. to everything. Like yeah. a glory hole. Uh. It's fine. Jesus. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. They have they, 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 don't blame me. Blame the movie. Then they have they have sex with their they have sex with their like fly griffins, like dragonfly griffins. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. all connected. It's it's weird. I get it, fantasy, but like I don't know, it freaks yeah. me out. It's not. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I, I'm sure it'll be good. Remember, they're also making a fucking Star Wars game. So let's let's see how that happen. What happens there? Yeah. Uh, okay, Square. There is. Square yeah, that's, was, a, that's by the way. That's oh, it for Ubisoft. That's it for Ubisoft. That's it for Ubisoft. Yeah. Oh boy, this Square conference was shit. Yeah, there was nothing. <laughs> okay, there were some things, but not just good. They weren't as good as we thought it would be. You want to start with the Final Fantasy thing? Uh, I wanted to get through. I just wanted to like uh, go through Guardians first. Are you sure? Talk okay. about that. All right. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Guardians um, of the Galaxy being made by the Deus Ex developers. You yeah, only it, get to play as Star Lord. Yeah, this this looks like shit. Yeah, I know this looks like shit. I think there's (laughs) like and like I'm being so completely fucking honest here. This looks fucking terrible. I, it's pretty, not barely. I I I, I'm not gonna say it's pretty. I like the colors. I like the colors. I'll say that the gameplay looks kind of interesting. Oh fuck no! What? No! No! Because I'm I'm into the whole, like, flying shooting thing with, like, Star-Lord. But But the thing is, it's only Star-Lord, and that's a bit of a problem. And you're using the other characters like you would, like, in Final Fantasy VII Remake, where you're just... Well, like, not even. You don't even play the characters. You You just send them. Yeah, you just just send them out. You basically, like, you're fighting people as Star-Lord, you know, you're doing your shit, and then whenever you want, let's say, Groot or Gamora, whatever, to do something, there's, like, this... you, you, You basically have to lock on and, like, just... Order them to do stuff. Yeah, like you just it, summon them. Yeah, it's 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 really. This seems like such a wasted opportunity for a guardian. Why are you even calling it guardians? Dude, the galaxy. You want to know what you want to know what this feels like? This feels like the team behind this game. I think it's I think it's actually Square Montreal or Idols Montreal. Like it, it feels like they they saw what ha- was happening with the Avengers game and it's like okay, let's change everything about our game t- for it to not look like this. But then they changed like all the worst parts. Because even though that Avengers game is shit, you at least still get to play as Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow. And you want me to be completely others. honest with you? Yeah. You, know? you want me to be completely honest with you? What? I genuinely thought this was just a Marvel Avengers DLC. It feels like it too, because From they like, also look like weirdly legally distinct, but uncannily similar to the MCU cast as well. Yeah, like it's taking up like the philosophy of just like just you know basing it off like the uh, the mcu characters which which hey i get i guess i kind of understand for star lord because that version is what made that character popular but like fuck dude if i wanted to see these kinds of characters i would just watch the movies like wouldn't it be fucking sick if we got like you know a more comic accurate star lord maybe <laughs> has to have the person maybe yeah. still have the personality but like you you know have that context you know when when and- i look back at you know the avengers reveal and now this it's it's the same decision they did with this game where instead of just going for like a more cartoony route, which they could have easily have done, they went for this weird, like semi-realistic view where, you know, some of these people kind of look like the ones in the movies. Like even though this one looks like a like an uglier B.J. Blazkowicz, 
it still kind of looks similar to Chris Pratt and it acts like Chris Pratt, but it's you know for a fact it's not Chris Pratt. It's like I think the it, one that looks the worst though is Drax. Drax looks like it was fucking like like two templates of color were splashed. Yeah, what the, the fuck? What was what was with, with no that textures. like? Yeah, what's with like those weird tattoos? Like it's literally like like it's just his entire torso and his traps are just red. Yeah. There's no like there's no designs on it. There's no like you know like there, there's no scars or anything like that. Like he doesn't you know there's no like. There's no depth, like, in, in, like, the style. And, like, and this is, like, what I was kind of complaining about, like, a fucking few episodes ago. It's, like, where we're getting to a point where, like, a lot of, like, these superhero properties, they're, like, we're making, we're making movies about them. We're making, like, uh, video game shows and, and, you know, comics based on the movies and not the other way around, you know? We're not, like... We're looking to the movies instead of looking to the comics exactly. anymore. You know, that's and like the, that's, that's re- the biggest problem these games have been having. That's a that's a big issue. The, not only just the games, just a lot of like just Marvel content, like even the Marvel comics. You know, like I there's yes. a lot. There, there's like it's getting to a point where it's just like okay, like you know, we're like we're literally just uh, we're literally just drawing John Bernthal as the Punisher now. Like well, okay. it's but here's the thing. Like I I'd, I'd argue like the the comics does have a bit of a problem with it, but I'd say it's. It's not as bad as like the cartoons because the cartoons feel like actual carbon copies of the fucking movies. Yeah, but done way worse. Like what made the thing that makes comic books, comic book movies, like oh, which by the way, to add insult to injury, they have like a they have like a a, um, a pre order uh, skin pack. Oh, with which the classic costumes, right? It has it has yeah. the classic costume of, of Star Lord. It has literally just Groot from from. MCU like it's there's no difference well, Rockets what can you really do to change him up he's a fucking tree guy sure you know? but I don't know like may- maybe have like a different head shape why don't you make him look like the fucking tree people from Lord of the Rings you know Probably, instead yeah. of like make I him can, look I human I can see that but like that one and Rockets designs don't like bother me as yeah. much compared to the actual humanoids in this fucking like and then there's fucking Drax uh, then there's fucking Drax uh, Vision like it looks like Vision mm-hmm um, that's go- the first appearance of Drax. It, it was yeah. that, it was just a weird coincidence. Yeah, it's I, I, I don't know. I don't like this. Like, uh, I, you know. <laughs> like I'm uh, yeah, yeah, I don't like this. And like, fuck, what was it? Fuck, I, I, I lost my, I lost my train of thought because oh yeah, what makes what makes the MCU and other comic book movies like work is that they're they at the time when they were made they were different takes on these characters that's what makes each like a movie like you know for a care for a character like batman like a comic book and a, and a film those are just different takes like you know like yeah the one what makes the dark the dark knight returns like so great is because he's such a different version of of uh batman and that's what makes the nolan version so great too is because he's the own version you but know with these things in particular you're literally getting the same lineup from the movies and uh, Shifting around little things, not even barely. They're like shifting some characters and introducing a couple little new things, but they're essentially the same roster. Arguably, that's been a problem even before the Guardians movie came out, where it's kind of been the same roster ever since their big, um, their big um, revamp in like I want to say 2009, 2008 with the Dan comics. But it's just, it's it doesn't have to always be like that. Why it's not even just them. Ghost Rider. Why can't we have what's like her Venom, name? Space Venom? What, what's <laughs> her name? The the Mantis, uh, the Mantis girl. Oh yeah, Mantis too. Why can't yeah, we just like, have her as a mainline character instead? No, of just, but like, she's in the game. She's know, in the game. I know, but I'm saying like, why couldn't we just have her as a as a member as and then like change up everybody else? You could probably add keep Star Lord, but change Gamora, change Rocket, maybe change Drax and Groot. 
There's other interesting space characters that you could use from this catalog of characters that you're not even using in the first place. Why the fuck isn't Nova in this game? Why is why is um why um uh, why is uh like Moon Dragon and all these fucking other people not not in this game instead? It's just weird to me, and I get it because it's a marketing ploy. But like at the same time, it's just not as interesting. You're just getting more of the same with these fucking people. Where, where's Howard the Duck? Why can't I play as Howard the Duck? <laughs> you know? you're, you're, you're pro- Howard the Duck will probably be like involved some like like later down the line, maybe as like a joke character. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say anymore. This yeah, there's like a, there's a communist dog. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I assume he's communist because he's an old Russian from the 50s. He's an old Russian dog from the oh, 50s. Oh, yeah, he's communist. Cosmo's great. I would have... He was in the MCU. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, even... He's also in the even MCU. Even the, like, little yes. Easter eggs and, like, the little tidbits are from, like... Yeah, sure, the MCU got him from the comics, but, like, they're, like, tied to the MCU, you know? That's where... That's why, like, people, like... I guess that's why they put it so people can instantly recognize them, but you know, I I just think that I would have I would have been I definitely would have been much uh, more excited about this had the roster be different had you actually played the you know rest of the roster, and I mean gameplay for me looks fine honestly the thing is if I, I was watching that live stream, dude the demo the, the they focused on that game for like a good. 15 to 20 minutes and the demo was way too long i think literally it killed my excitement immediately after like fighting two after seeing like two uh, big blobs get um get destroyed in a boss fight i think literally um i i think they thought this was gonna be like i guess like the showstopper for (laughs) the uh thing but um yeah yeah you know yeah look it's Honestly, the real showstopper wasn't even this game. It comes out October 26th. But it's actually Chaos. Do you want to kill Chaos, Victor? Um, to be- I, wa- I know Marshall Mathers wants to kill Chaos based <laughs> off this trailer. Um, <sighs> Marshall wants to fucking kill Chaos <laughs> in Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. It's just the thing, it's just the thing is, like... <laughs> Again, Berserk ruined everything for me because even the fucking scar this guy has on his nose with the big sword. This guy looks like fucking guts. What the fuck? Like, what do you mean this guy looks like guts? This guy looks like lemonade. What? Do you, well, yeah, obviously, but the short hair, scar on his nose, big sword. He just looks like some weird dude you find at a bar. Which is what looks like that one guy that we were in, like that we saw at Wharf the other night that was just like oogling at fucking girls, drunk as shit. Looks like one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like. I know a lot of people have been kind of complaining about the character designs of these guys because they kind of just look like people from different games. <laughs> they, they just look like regular people in a series that literally has fantasy in the title. You know, it, and I, 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 I don't think we talked about this. It was it was rumored like going into E3, but I think we skipped. Uh, I think we were off when the when the rumor started like circulating about this title. But yeah, it's code. It's code developed by the people by Team Ninja, the people behind the Neo mm-hmm. games, and you can definitely see that hack and slash feel of it. I, I which need to play the Neo. I need wise. to play Neo. I've heard nothing but great yeah, things about I, those I, games. There's like fucking like there's there's an ending for each out for each letter of the alphabet. <laughs> no, that's Neo. Sorry, that's <laughs> Neo. Sorry, Neo. That's yeah. Near. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 I'm talking about yeah. No. Yeah. Neo. I've heard nothing but great things forever from Neo. It being like like the Souls like kind of that Swordborn style. Um, they made a sequel, mm-hmm. right? Neo two. Neo two. Yeah. yeah. Which I also heard is very good as well. I know well. Nick fucking loves those games. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why. That's why I say yeah. that. But, like, it, it's weird. Because this title is supposedly a retelling or a remake of 
the events of Final Fantasy 1 and 2. Is it me or does that Venom look like a Gundam? Well, that's the thing. His name is Chaos. Mm-hmm. It's te- technically, he's Garland. He's one of the... I think he's one of the main... Yeah, I think either he's one of the main protagonists or he's one of the main characters of, of the first Final Fantasy game. You know, and, he, and the big spoiler is that he turns into Chaos. But the problem is, it's like... that. Like, that looks... Like, it comes out of a fantasy genre, obviously, because it's from the series Final Fantasy. These fucking people don't. And also, to add more, like, salt in the wound, the dialogue is the most cringiest 2007 edginess shit that I've seen are we in a seeing like a, Are we seeing, like, a new wave of the... Of new edge? Of, of, of yeah, like, the, uh, the, the edge we grew up with, you know, the... I've become... So, like, you know? Oh, dude. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I you know I'm what? out for it. As, that's I'm yes, all for thing. it because f- I, I hey man it. Venom proved it, it works <laughs> it works now <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to go back to 2002 hell yeah for real because like yeah that shit was awful and this is awful cut my life into pieces this is my <laughs> life <laughs> what's that oh my god what's is it three days grace I think we talked this about is this like already. my my wait like the parody of that last resort song is like like my this is my shit my plastic yeah fork. this yeah. is my plastic <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, all the best AMVs were from that song. But um, that that no, and wh- wh- what's that? What's that fucking Three Days what? Grace song? The I hey, hey, okay, but that song's great. Okay, but that song's great. Three Days Grace is great. All right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to that. <laughs> uh, what a time! Yeah. No, I'm this. This looks like gameplay wise, it looks cool. And I wish I could have played it, but apparently the... Well, no, actually, they fixed it. But when it, when they announced the demo that was coming out the same day of the conference, it was fucking broken. <laughs> chaos. More chaos ensued. Because he couldn't even... He, they couldn't... Like, Got PR. They were already at a bad point. PR must huh? be fucking going nuts after that. Uh, after oh, that. Uh, yeah. After how shit <laughs> that, that, that conference ended up being. Dude, uh, there's a tweet that I found that was really funny where it's like, imagine being the guy who was like super excited about the demo coming out for this game because obviously the designs were probably going to be so hot and especially the cringy dialogue wasn't going to be a, a good seller on it. But hey, at least the demo will work out, right? Then the demo crashes and you, all you see is a dude just frantically pacing around the room with a cigarette in his well, mouth. Well, hey, that wasn't the only like cool, I guess that, that wasn't the only thing Final Fantasy had to offer. The, the, the pixel remastered? Well, but was it really an offering though? The pixel remastered? This, this cool. It's cool. They didn't show anything of it, about, from it. And they're also separate purchases. That's, uh, that annoys the shit out of me. Why is it not like a, a compilation release? Sure. That's fucking I'm ridiculous. A, to me. I hope they kind of treat it like you know. Oh, each one is like five bucks. I think it's not gonna be like that. It's probably gonna be like each one's like thirty bucks. Like, like. Yeah, it's probably. I think the idea behind this pretty cool. I'm down for this. <laughs> I don't know, man, because like I'm I'm playing Steam Final Fantasy Six Advance right yeah. now, and those pixels look fine on their own right now. Like even in twenty, everything's gonna standards. get it remastered eventually. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I just figured for six, like we said last uh, last episode, I would rather have that be like an HD two D remake, like they were doing for that Dragon Quest game, or just for Dragon Quest just give us a Final Fantasy six remake. Yeah, but you know, all those people are currently dying right now, working on the Final Fantasy seven remake. Wait, we wouldn't get a Final (laughs) Fantasy six remake till at least the end of the twenties. No, until the at least the end of our (laughs) fifties. God. I, I, no, that, that game, if that game eventually gets remade, it will be a long fucking time. Like, Let's move. It, it, it will take Let's a while. Let's move on from Final from Fantasy. That. 
We yeah, said our piece. Uh, that that was that. Yeah, we were done with that. I don't even want to talk about Babylon's fall. That one disappointed me completely. Yeah. That was just garbage. That 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 one hurt because a live service game and b it's not even it doesn't even look like a platinum. It looks game like anymore. it looks like just a like a more advanced like league. <laughs> no, you know what it looks like. It looks like another shittier version of Godfall. Remember Godfall yeah. that came out on the PS5 yeah. and nobody played it? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that. Uh. But yeah, that's it for Square. Capcom literally showed nothing new. Like there's more DLC coming out for Village, but that's it. But it was lit- it was just a text message essentially. <laughs> you know? There was nothing there was no new footage to show from that. So let's get on with Nintendo. <laughs> did you see the direct last um, night? Uh, I did not. I know. Um, I know that uh, it was like pretty eventful, <laughs> considering it was definitely a good way to end the. Yeah, considering considering like the yeah. the wet farts that we got before. Do you, uh, what do you want to start with? We got uh, we got a few big kind boys. Of in order okay. Here. Yeah, I, I kind of have it in order here on the docket. So let's Kazuya. I, I, the first one, um, Kazuya Tekken Kazuya. Yeah. yeah, joining Smash. You know, I've I've given up on predicting who's the next fighter at this. point. I mean, it makes sense. The, like no, legacy yeah, wise, it, it you know, perfect sense. It, it's actually pretty yeah. surprising. It's it's taking this long for a Tekken character to be in the Smash Brothers. Yeah, considering that this game and the and the Wii U one was co-developed by Bandai Namco, you'd expect them to throw in a Tekken character or some sort of character that isn't Pac-Man into the fold. Mm-hmm. But now they finally did. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm happy that Kazuya's in this. The reveal trailer was really funny and really cool. Super just dark. Just throw all these people. Yeah. Just, dude, Why are they just the murdering? With these morbid yeah. people at Nintendo? No, they're just murdering all the characters, which don't get me wrong. I'd be behind that. I'm, I'm behind that. I'm so down Yeah, I'm down for, for that. But like, Jesus Christ. I, I, I'm i here for the Switch. <laughs> Bro, no. But did you see like the, the one that Captain Falcon fucked me up the most? Yeah. His eyes just go out. They just go dark. Just brutal. And he just gets thrown into a fucking volcano. Brutal. Just dies. Mufasa style. That was rough. But uh, what, what else was I going on with this? Oh, like he looks great. Play, gameplay wise, great. But at this point, I'm I'm so done with just trying to guess or just trying to assume who the next character will yeah, be. Yeah, because everybody thinks because like every single time. Oh, Sora. Oh, yeah, what? Sora. <laughs> yeah. No, Sora. Dante. Crash, Dante. <laughs> fucking waluigi still goku like the same five fucking people i keep seeing in my time so far every single goddamn so time, far the only it never happened so far the only or master chief too. the only i guess mass like big uh big uh uh um uh, predictions that i i guess have gotten people like people have gotten correct is like minecraft steve banjo kazooie because i know everybody's been like that, that was like a big thing and uh what else well, I mean, Terry got leaked yeah. ahead of time. But I'm, say- I'm saying, that like, big predictions. Good, that was the one good given. I'm saying, one. like, big predictions, you know. Steve, mm-hmm. Minecraft Steve was a big one for, for, for a while. It, it It's just so fucking annoying at this point where it's like everybody can play the speculation game. But at this point, literally, you could spend hours upon hours casting your thoughts on what, you know, on, on how likely Crash is going to I show up. I haven't even played in, Smash uh, Brothers. On a direct the day before. I haven't played Smash Brothers in huh? forever. You know what the weird thing is with me? I play it occasionally when we're fr- where when we were friends or whenever the DLC drops, and then I play I play it for like two days, and then that's it, and I drop it after a while. You know, I, it's been like that. I for haven't me. been really using my Switch as much. Yeah, honestly, I'll, I'll say this as for the direct as a whole, it really did get me Wine's invested into yeah. going back to my Switch with some of these games, and you know the Kazuya thing is cool. But at this point, there's no point in just guessing who the next character is going to be, is what I'm saying. I, Who are they going to end I'm, it with? Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. I am so confident 
that the last character in this DLC pass is not going to be somebody everyone like people will care about. It'll probably be a Nintendo rep. I bet you it will be a fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to put money down it's the line. Brock. That we're gonna get a, Brock. like an Arceus or Brock. <laughs> Brock comes to Smash. <laughs> you know, <laughs> literally that pervert. But yeah, like, <laughs> I I'm I'd be down for that. Well, no, I wouldn't be down for that. But I would expect that to happen. Let's move on. Let's move on. And. <laughs> You know that it happens. We got strong. Uh, we got strong whatever. emotions right now. Let's move on. <laughs> Kazuya's cool though. I will say Kazuya is cool, but yeah. there's no point in, in predicting. Yeah. Hey, Super Monkey Ball's back. Or Super Monkey Ball. Uh, you know, every time I always associate Super Monkey Ball with the McDonald's toys that were that that came out with the Happy Meals. <gasps> oh you remember that, dude? That yes. was like that was a long time ago. That was my childhood. Literally, you just yeah. It from my mind. Right yeah, now. dude. Like I just remember like the Super Monkey Ball like <laughs> toys that they'd have in McDonald's for the Happy Meals. I remember playing the old like I think one and two I would have for, I had for the GameCube, and I I remember having fun with them obviously and playing like. Having a lot of fun with those mini games, which hot take, I guess. I find them to be better mini games and party games than Mario Party itself. They're fun games. But I mean, they're really fun. And games. like with this, but what yeah. I remember oh, the wait, most sorry. from yeah. it is um, like all the all the obvious cross promotions with dull bananas, all the balls, all the bananas, where like Mark had a little dull sticker attached to it. Remember, it's perfect marketing. It was perfect marketing. Unfortunately, you don't see that in this one, but <laughs> I could live with it. What's it called? It's 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 basically a remastered compilation Super Monkey of Ball the Banana Mania. It's yeah, it's a, for yeah. the first three is gonna come out October fifth on the Switch, and uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Can yeah, can't wait to play as I I and Ming Ming again. Sure, they were funny ass sure. names. <laughs> I can't remember which one is which. They're all just three little silly monkeys. What's next? October fifth on the What's Switch. Next? Um, do you want to talk about Party Superstars? Look cool. Uh, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Metroid? <laughs> I was gonna get to Metroid, but I, I, Superstars just looks like Party. Here. Superstars just looks like Mario Party. <laughs> looks like more Mario yeah. Party. Yeah, I've I've never been a big fan of it. Super Bar- uh, Mario Party Eight sounds that good. It's okay. It's really? okay. Do you ever get to play Super Mario Party? Super Mario Party with the original? No, it's the most recent one that came out in the Switch. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yes, yes, I did. No, that's one I have. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we'll talk about Metroid yeah. Five. Let's talk Dude. about Metroid Dread. Okay. First, all right. amazing. Okay. All right. This. <laughs> This is like the first Metroid like 2D side scroller since when? 20 years. Mother. F- no, almost 20 years. It's been 19 years since Metroid. This Fusion. looks fucking amazing. And like yeah. I love Metroid. I like <laughs> Metroid Prime like um that's one of my favorite games of all time on the GameCube. Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. We had for, Metroid Prime 4 got announced when? 2017 or something like that or like more recent? Uh, I think like 2017 or something like that. They did update us during the direct that it's that development is going smoothly i guess like with that yeah one. like there's been like just there's been a lot of issues behind the scenes with trying to get metroid prime 4 out out there we haven't seen anything about it besides the logo and i'm completely fine with this being kind of like a little like uh, a little uh not teaser but a little like uh treat for us palette cleanser yeah you know like we, we, we get to finally like you know or appetizer yeah actually. there you go an appetizer like we finally get to an appetizer before four. we finally yeah we finally get to like you know, play as Samus again, you know? And, like, and, I, and from what I hear, this is, like, a genuine entry into the franchise. Well, dude, no, it, it, I mean, obviously with the title, it's it's literally the the finale of the series that, uh, that they've had since the original game. Yeah. Of the storyline they've set up since the original That's game. That's insane. You have, you have Metroid 1, 
2, which got remade as Samus Returns for the 3DS. Same team behind um same team behind this one is behind that title is working on this I game. 20 years. Which you could tell and it looks really nice. Um Metroid Zero Mission is a remake of one, I think. Metroid Fusion. I'm missing so oh Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, and now this one, Metroid Dread. Which is a project that was a this has been in development since I want to say 2007 or something like that. I remember hearing the name Metroid Dread forever now. As 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 a game that they've been trying to make. It's probably like one it's probably uh, it's probably like an IP they've had the rights to for a while. Like kinda like how they did with like oh like uh, they had a like Arkham Knight way before during like the Arkham City. <laughs> Time period, yeah, it, something like no, that. but it, it's super interesting because <clears throat> I, I saw the I saw the the developer history video that they put right after the reveal trailer for this or in the Treehouse event, and it was um, it, this is apparently a project they've tried to get up and running twice over the past twenty ish years, but they didn't have the technology for God, it. Damn, it looks at so the time, fun. Is what the director said. It looks so fun. It looks really. I I I, I gotta say. I'm definitely getting this. I really like the color scheme for Samus' suit. Oh, it's in cool this. as fuck. I would love to see this. I, love I would it. love to. I love the weird like skin, the blue skin that kind of like peels. I want to see. I want to see that inside. skin in Smash Brothers. Because is it? Oh yeah. Um, doesn't like underneath she have like the blue like uh the blue like uh, skin suit? Uh yes, the zero suit. The thing is with that it. Like, I assume this the, is like I assume like it's almost like more morphed or like. Maybe she, I don't know. The thing is, this follows this follows the events of obviously it follows the events of Metroid Fusion, mm-hmm. and in Fusion there's a there's a moment I think it's in the beginning of Fusion because I've been replaying that recently, uh, where her skin is kind of like she's like in a in a critical injury, and the Metroids kind of like make this weird exo suit, which is like why why you get the blue on her classic suit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this weird like exoskeleton that's protecting yeah, her, yeah. Uh, healing her. And I think that's part of the main costume there. She okay. just has like another set of armor on okay. top of it. They showed uh, the Emmy, which is already the scariest fucking villain character you could have. Enemy character you could They're have. They're really going a, hard with these bosses. On a game right now. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I wouldn't be... So, I, I'm not surprised about that given, you know, Metroid's track record. But like, dude, it, it looks like this is a robot that you just have to run away from and hope it doesn't catch you and kill I, you. I hope this is good. I hope this is good. I'm, yeah. g- I'm definitely getting this. October eighth. Really surprised that they, they put a release date. I mean, on considering this. considering I'm, we haven't I'm had a Metroid anything Metroid in years, you know, I I guess like, <laughs> if they were going to include anything Metroid, they had to include a release date. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I feel I feel like part of this is also coming from the fact that like we've heard very little information about Nintendo's own games and IP since the pandemic has gone on, and you know how that's been affecting them that. I feel like this was really the best time for them to announce like what is actually coming up down the pipeline for the rest of this year and you know early 2022 yeah. hopefully early 2022. So speaking of that, September 10th, the god has returned with WarioWare Get It Together, which feels a little too personal of a title. WarioWare Get It Together. Yeah. <laughs> get It Together with a fucking exclamation point. <laughs> I will Wario, please. I'm trying. It's really fucking cool. <laughs> Looks so much fun, dude. I'm so multiplayer in WarioWare sounds very stressful, and I can't wait to try it. God. Do, do you remember like the classic? War, uh, did, did you ever play the the Game Boy Advanced WarioWare? I, I've been playing it again recently. I love classic. It. It's so it's it, it it's a classic, but goddamn, bro! After you when you go replay some of those things, it's, that di- they don't mess around with the difficulty. 
that difficulty goes re- like it's really hard for some of those mini games uh, or micro games. Dude, I think is what they oh, call God. it. Mega- They're so uh, good. The, the game, the the GameCube game. I think it was. A- I never got to play the GameCube game, that, but yeah. I did hear good things about it. Yeah, I I love I love WarioWare. I love that WarioWare is back, dude. It's so nice to see. Like th- this this is a weird one for this direct. A lot of old GBA franchises just came back during this direct why not you know but like yeah yeah, no because literally we haven't gotten anything from them in in decades at this point we still got more to talk about here but i find it really surprising that like we didn't get anything involving uh, a new switch considering how much how many reports we were getting right prior to this you know yeah i'm i think i I have a bit of a theory i have a A switch is coming a new switch is coming about it we we all know this (laughs) i i I, yeah i'm i'm firmly believing i'm firmly in the belief that a new switch model is going to come before the end of the year hopefully called the super nintendo switch (laughs) that'd be really fun instead of the new nintendo switch which would suck stupid stupid idiots uh, (laughs) stupid (laughs) uh I'll leave my theory for later. Say it now, why not? <laughs> it would have to. De- it would have to. Uh, okay, fine. So, oh, WarioWare coming the, out September tenth. By the way, WarioWare coming out September tenth. Uh, yeah, I mentioned oh, okay, it earlier, yeah, yeah. but I'm really, again, really happy that game's coming. Yeah, it's really fun. But um, okay. So the report for like the last couple of weeks was obviously, and, and it was confirmed with their synopsis, with Nintendo synopsis about the direct that it was only going to be focusing on software for the Switch, not necessarily hardware. And the rumor was a red that <laughs> they were going to reveal the new Nintendo Switch model before the Direct, but that obviously wasn't the case at this point. I have a theory, game theory, if you will. That I haven't seen game theory in years. I, I only know of the name. I've never seen a video. But I have a theory that... And so I, I can understand the contradictions behind it, but... I have a feeling that they have a big Nintendo uh, December Christmas game that they haven't announced yet. That is not Diamond and Pearl Remake, which technically kind of counts because it comes out in November. I have a feeling they have a game coming out at the end of the year for Christmas. And either before that time... Yeah, no. Like, before that time, they'll have a Direct where it focuses on the new Switch or they'll have a co-related or a, a, a correlated direct where they announced a new model in conjunction with this new big Christmas release that they well, have. that Christmas release and, be? So that's the other thing. And I know part of it won't make sense because, you know, technically they could have just announced it during this direct. But we talk about Metroid, we talk about WarioWare and eventually Zelda in a couple minutes here. They're all celebrating their big anniversaries this year. Zelda's 35th, Metroid's 35th as well, I believe. You know what else is celebrating a big anniversary? Donkey Kong. (laughs) The Kong turns 40 this year. And there's been a rumor for the last couple of weeks about... Or no, not even weeks, like like a month or so ago. There's been rumors about a new Donkey Kong mainline title coming for the switch from the uh coming from the team who made Super Mario Odyssey. My big brain game theory that will most likely not happen at all, but it, you know, a kid could dream would be that they announce the game hopefully titled as a 3D platformer Donkey Kong Odyssey <laughs> as part of its big 40th anniversary. 
in conjunction and it's it will be not exclusively available but it will be released alongside the super nintendo switch i think that's the new nintendo i think that's for a lot but i know but the idea but honest, but the <laughs> idea of bringing back donkey kong like in in a big way like that isn't off the table i believe because considering again like how many you know a lot of these big ips they're bringing back you know donkey kong seems ripe for for a switch entry it seems right for any sort of return. Though, I de- you know what? Like, like I, I like, definitely when, see them. You know when's the last time? Like, when was the last time Jungle, uh, Jungle Freeze came out? Oh, I don't know. Or Tropical Freeze know. came no, out? No, but like, I, I definitely see them like uh-huh. releasing a, a, like a donkey. If they were to release a DK, a, a new DK uh, entry, I, that 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 completely seems uh, possible. If they, uh, if they were like, it's not possible. Sorry, it seems likely that they would do that. You know, with the release of a new console, a big IP like that. You know. Yeah. Or hey, you never know when. By the time Breath of the Wild two comes out, we might already have a new uh, a new version of the Switch, like they did with the first Breath of the yeah. Wild and the initial yeah. Switch. Yeah, that that is another thing too that you know we we could also consider here. I I'm just hoping that we get a new Donkey Kong game sometime soon because I just looked it up right now. It's February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, twenty fourteen was the last time we got a new the Wii U, Donkey right? Kong game. It was the Wii U version of Tropical Freeze. Right. Granted, it was ported again to. It wasn't to even a new Switch. game. It was. It wasn't even well. Well, I had Funky Mode. You got to play as Funky Kong. Cool. <laughs> that was a big meme when that came out. That was funny to me. But yeah, that's that's my big brain game theory prediction. Donkey Kong Odyssey, 3D open world Donkey Kong game from the Mario Odyssey developers, coming this Christmas with the new Nintendo Switch model. That'd be sweet. That's. Uh, I I could hope for that. But I know I'm only lying to myself. Breath of the Wild 2? But that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, let's go to... Is it Breath of the Wild 2 that we had left? Oh, okay. Yeah, we could talk about Breath of the Wild just I just wanted to mention Yeah, here. all these other things. But yeah, what were you going to say? I, I was just going to mention Advance Wars also got re- re-revealed again. It's coming back. It's 1 and 2 are being remade as uh, Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp from Way Forward, the people behind the Shantae games. Really good developer with Nintendo. So... Yeah, you ever got to play Advance Wars? Not really. <laughs> I played a little bit of it as a kid, but from what I can tell, in terms of like strategy games or like from what I remember, in terms of like real time strategy games, those are really fun games. From what I rem- uh, remember hearing, not real time strategy. Tra- strategy. <laughs> I know. Words are hard. I, this is not this is not a new thing with me in the, on this show. So there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of Zelda news. Yeah, you want to just go straight into the Breath of the Wild two or we could, I mean, we, the Game and Watch, I mean, we could, <laughs> the Zelda theme Game. And let's Watch. start. Let's start with the big one and just like trickle down. So, Breath of the Wild two. So yeah, we've heard we. we this is uh, the second big, uh, big uh, reveal trailer. You know, and we actually see like kind of in, in game type of t- type of thing, and uh, it looks a lot like Breath of the Wild. Um, they have like this. They have like a new like uh, kind of sky area um uh part of the map where i guess you know it's just you know, different like uh, civilizations up there and uh, it seems like you're like it seems like you're hopping through different islands pandora style to get around um in, in, in this new world um it makes a lot of sense for why skyward sword is getting re-released instead of any other zelda game right yeah. now did you play skyward sword that was so big when it came out it was, but I remember, like, now I look back at it. It's all right. I played a little bit of it. I never finished it, but 
But I've only heard negative things about Skyward Sword. I've heard like probably because of the motion. Controls. Yeah, I don't know. Like I like when it came out, it was huge. It was fucking like every, everyone said it was the greatest game ever made. But like now, mm-hmm. yeah. but like you know nowadays, all I hear is just people kind of looking back and it's like oh, it was a little overrated. It's like that in Twilight Princess that people shit on. A yeah, lot. Twilight Princess a lot. Yeah, I like Twilight Princess. Yeah, I never finished it. It was fun. It's Actually, cool. <laughs> funny enough, I never played. It was dark. It. <laughs> yeah, and this one looks like it's gonna be dark as well. Yeah. They're very much uh, you know, yeah. Well, okay, um, I realized yeah it was, it was obviously linked the whole time throughout the trailer, but there's that final shot or no semi final shot of Link looking out into the distance with the long ass hair, mm-hmm. and part of me got really like I, part of me got overexcited for a second because I was like oh my god are we finally playing Zelda in a mainline Zelda, um, Zelda game, but no that was just Link with long hair. I, Who looks motherfucker? Good? I I feel like. This would be the perfect opportunity to like introduce like maybe like co-op, you know, like why not play as Link and Zelda? Dude, it's just it's I I could imagine if Can you imagine had this had been in a live crowd, yeah, had this had been in a live crowd, I feel like people would have lost their fucking minds if you have a trailer where Zelda's OP you know, for this game, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no Zelda's OP and like it where you just get to see her actually play in a demo. Or act, like I, you're, where she's actually playable in a demo, I feel like people would lose their minds, dude. You want to talk about like breaking the internet? I feel like that would be like that. That would be history in the making, honestly, because they've never done it in a mainline, or I think they've never done it in a mainline Zelda game before. Probably in like, I think Spirit Tracks was one that somebody told me about, but like I can't remember one in a in a 3D mainline Zelda game. Or just in a mainline Zelda game at, at all for consoles. I wonder what this is going to be called. Uh, there was there was a report on Kotaku that I saw today where somebody from Nintendo, a representative from Nintendo, said they can't reveal the title just late yet because they would be giving away too much, is what they said. The title gives away too much of what um, the story is actually about. It's aimed for 2022, and I assume that... I, I'm under the assumption that that title probably has to do something with, like reverse um dungeons or reverse reality or like the dark realities that they played around with in in the games before yeah it seems like where it's like a mirror world yeah could be that you know what okay want to know a weird thing jesus i don't know if you noticed this sorry i i I, this is my this is the last thing i'll I'll say about breath of the wild too first of all it looks cool yeah it's beautiful you know it's more gorgeous Did, did did link lose a hand did he is link's hand gone did he Dude, you like you look at his right hand. It's like it. It feels like it's kind of like morphed with like the Sheikah slate, or like morphed like Sheikah slate textures. Yeah. And there's a shot early on in the trailer where like his right hand looks like it's being corrupted by that dark, like that green, like that green light, right? Well, no. There's a, there's a shot where like like you see his right hand and there's like red demon energy around it. And you see him walking around with this thing, and it's like, holy when shit! Did this guy lose a well, hand? When he's, That'd be amazing. I mean, yeah, when, if they did when that. he's skydiving, you could clearly see he's like either that's like a robot hand or like they're like like he's wearing a glove or something. But he's definitely has something on there. It seems like also tatted as fuck. Yeah, he's too. tatted as fuck. Like he looks, he looks edgy. It makes me think that like yeah, maybe like the she there's like this is like a new form of the Sheikah seat that kind of like morphed into into Link, and like maybe the powers like that you get in this new game like revolve around like using like your hand cannon or whatever the fuck probably yeah. see I like you know like yeah were... like when you when you go um when you uh pause when, when you pause time he he reaches out his hands and and, yeah. and does it so it seems like that's going to be the, I, the the situation yeah i i'm i'm 
I know they wouldn't do it, but like I'm kind of hoping they they just like chop off his arm, Luke style, and he just has a new arm. Yeah, fuck it, like why a not? Sheikah slate infused fuck arm. That'd they're be cool they're murdering fuck. the smash the smash character, so why not? Yeah, might as well go dark with this yeah. one. This is what they're promising anyway. But yeah, that was the end of E3 2021. Oh, you don't want to mention the, the Zelda Game and Watch? There's a Zelda Game and Watch. I mean, there is, yeah, but like, who's gonna buy that? The really like hardcore fans. That sounds like something you'd buy. It. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy that. <laughs> you know how much those things cost? They're like 170 bucks. Yeah, for real. For a fucking game and watch? Oh, yeah, but it's novelty. It's novelty. I can tell the time on my phone. <laughs> it's novelty. <laughs> I can tell the time on my watch. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure people... I, I, You know, if people are into it, that's their yeah. thing. It's just not It's just not something I was interested uh, in. Fuck you three, we're done. Yeah, we're done. That was it. Two and th- hours and 39 minutes to go. You know, let's okay, try to keep the, I'm kind of tired. Yeah, let's try to, try to keep the rest <laughs> of this under, under three. <laughs> try our so best. So, here's... Yeah. He, well, okay, live... Uh, Jesus. Uh, live show planning here. I, I aside from this, I didn't really have that much of a week. I don't know if you had that much of a week either. I kind of, I'm kind of done already. Ethan <laughs> kind of just took a lot out of me with this coverage. Do you want to talk about Eastern Promises now, or uh, do you want? Would you? Yeah, fuck it. Eastern Promises. Wait till like next nah, episode. Let's fucking okay, do it. fine. Wait till right, next episode. Right fuck it. No. <laughs> Eastern Promises. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes. Yeah, I'm just. I, I, part of me was just hoping. Part of me is. Is like praying that we're just not going to get that much news in the next two weeks. But who who am I to believe in anything? Um, yeah, Eastern Promises came was a movie you recommended. Yeah, directed by David Cronenberg. Yeah, so two thousand seven. Yeah, so has it been that long? Eastern Promises. Yeah, starring Viggo Mortensen, Naomi Watts, Vincent Cassell, Armin Müller, stuff. And this is about a uh, <laughs> Rush, <laughs> Russian guy or yeah so it's basically about Viggo Mortensen plays his character named Nikolai who uh, this is going off the synopsis on Google <laughs> who is both ruthless and mysterious has ties to one of the most dangerous crime families in London he crossed paths with Anna played by Naomi Watts a midwife who came across a potentially damaged evidence against the family um, and this is like this is a story just about how paths interlink and how your past can never be as hidden as you wish it would be. And especially, no matter what the context, even in a crime, organiza- or a crime organization like this. Um, and fucking mother fucking Christ. This is awesome. <laughs> this is an amazing movie. It really was. Like, fucking... Yeah, I told you you'd like this. Uh, this is a fun Oh, one. dude, like... Uh, it's, <laughs> it's hard to call it fun. It's really fucked up, but yeah. Well, I mean... I know what you mean. Yes, I'm I know. I know. Like, I know. It was, I know. It was, I know. A, it was a good. It's a experience. good watch. No, it's a great watch. It's a good watch. Yeah, and like, where do we, where do we even start? Like, I guess like, right off the bat, the performances in this movie. Oh, it's one of the best Viggo Mortensen performances. I'd ever. argue. I'd say it's probably his it's best. his best. I'd argue it's his best because Jesus Christ, he like he. This is one of like the most convincing accents I've heard in a movie. This man <laughs> is born and bred in a gulag. yeah like from the like from the tattoos to like his demeanor his voice like just his attitude like you could tell oh yeah go ahead i I don't okay maybe maybe for vigo sure but some of the people in this movie i mean yeah some of them are actual russians i i wouldn't be surprised but some of them feel like they're kind of just borderline Like stereo, yeah, caricature yeah. stereotype. It's me, Russian guy. I mean, like it's shit. Like I mean, that. Are, <laughs> I mean they are talking about the off. Russian mob, so you know, I I don't really expect the Russian mobsters to be one for subtlety, you know, like. Yeah, I know, but it's it's so it's funny because I think about this is my second time watching this, and I think about the opening scene where um, 
where, where the kid goes into the barber shop. Brutal. Right? And they're all talking, you know, and and, and the thing is... Let's like, avoid spoilers, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm not yeah. going to get into spoilers. But, like, they're all talking, right? And I'm taking it seriously. But, man, they sound funny as fuck. Because <laughs> part of it kind of feels like they're just, like... Hamming it up. Either they're being very authentic about it, or Hamming it up. <laughs> they, they're, they're kind of just like leaning into the fun. Yeah, I mean, which of, it, I, of just playing with that accent. And like to be honest, like that's not really something that's like I. I definitely see David Cronenberg really pushing these actors to like be very over the top because there's some scenes in this movie where like Vincent Cancel gets like so many moments to shine, <laughs> where mm-hmm. he's just a, a slimy, creepy fuck. And, like, you could tell, like, David Cronenberg is just behind the camera. Yeah, keep it up. Amp it up. Yes. Yes. Like. <laughs> I I, I want to say, I don't think this movie would have worked as well without Cronenberg's involvement. It really wouldn't. Because this, this was a, this was a, this was. This was written by Stephen DeKnight. No, not Stephen DeKnight. Stephen He Knight. picked this up. He picked this up. This yeah. was a director for hire situation. Uh-huh. And, you know, I've, I haven't seen every Cronenberg movie. But, you know, the ones that I've seen. I've liked pretty well. And looking back at this, you know, one of the biggest things that people were kind of like, well, yeah. One of the things that people were kind of like hesitant with, you know, with something like this when, you know, David Cronenberg being attached, I I would say probably more so with history of violence than, than this. Cause this was the first time he kind of did it. Well, no crash actually. But what I'm saying is here, you have a guy who's kind of more experienced in horror that that grew up in horror started off with some of the biggest horror classics in the 80s fly you know, video bomb you know yeah and and um scanners and shit yeah. like that yeah and you know going straight to drama i don't know why like you know i can understand people being like a little hesitant for it being like you know is is it going to work but i'd say this movie is a pretty standard like it's a pretty standard crime story but it's elevated with the nuance of of Cronenberg's direction because he's taking it he's taking it seriously but he's also he's also playing with the same tricks that he's done, that that have made his film so rewatchable and so classic over the years with with you know with a new genre there's like in it like in it being that like he kind of leans towards some of the absurd he kind of leans towards the same levels of darkness and 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 uh bleakness that he's done in his horror stuff but in 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 his but now in in a, in a new uh genre with drama I mean, and i think with that it just kind of makes it i i think it makes it in a way more horrific than his some of his other horror i mean movies this is like not far life this is not far from a horror film like you know, this yeah. like this is not far from a horror film at Especially all. Especially with the setup of this, the story. setup and considering like the very real themes that like th- that this talks about with human trafficking, you know, crime families and like you just no just just organized crime in general, the corruptness of uh, uh like uh, of it all. Like this really like um this is a film that like I feel like a director like Cronenberg with his horror influences and his horror background really like you said he elevates it more. Like the presentation of this film, it's as cold and as lifeless as, as you can get. Like, like akin, you know, akin to like you know, akin to something you'd see like uh, you'd see um, from again a horror film. Like a, a mm-hmm. lot of like the presentation of this film also kind of reminds me uh, a little bit of No Country for Old Men in a weird way, where a lot of these characters I get what you're saying. Uh, with yeah, this. a lot of these characters just, like they're all very stoic and very like everything you're happen that, that's happening in front of you feels so real. 
like and the burst of violence of the when there's bursts of violence there's like it almost feels like there's like a sadist quality to it because i don't know about you but i always consider no country development to be a very sadistic movie of like a very this one is very sadistic ex- as well i mean look at the fucking shower scene. With, that like <laughs> one of some of the best choreography i've seen dude it's crazy oh, oh yeah. god but like just like the way like all these characters present themselves like they're so like embezzled and like ground grounded into this world that when it gets into the really like horrific really over the top scenes it feels so if it, it just feels so real it's so visceral you know, like, like specifically, there, there are scenes where people get their, 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 their necks cut, and it's, it's some of the most brutal shit I've ever seen. You know, like, sometimes it just kind of happens, and that's what feels more shocking yeah. too. And in a way, kind of, I mean, I don't know, I've never seen somebody, you know, die from a th- slit throat, and I hope not. Yeah, but like, I, I never, I hope I never will. But you know, it, it feels so quick and like kind of not subtle, but like it, it it's just, it just happens, and you're left there. Just like still in it's shock like unf- that it, like it's unfeeling. It, 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 it was about to happen in the it's first place. It's unfeeling. It's very yeah. apathetic. You know, like the, yeah. like the, you could tell these characters don't care what they're doing. It's all business to them. And like then you get like you get like like wrenches like you know Vincent Cassell's character who's just such a you know who he reminds me a lot of. He reminds me a lot of a uh, fucking uh, um what was his name uh, uh the dude from Game of Thrones and John Wick the son. <laughs> Uh, the one that that kills uh, his dog. Yes, yes. I, 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 I have something to add. Yeah. To that, actually, with Vincent Cassell's character, I don't know if this is an element that was you know kind of like elevated from Knight's script, or if this is something that like Cronenberg brought to the table. But another similar thing that made his horror movies so interesting, or made his previous work so interesting that he brought to the table with this, is like. This kind of basic premise and this basic cast of characters who, like, kind of similar to, um, to the, how the Cohen brothers approach their characters are, you know, slowly deconstructed and, you know, presented with such interesting social commentary that you wouldn't expect initially from a movie about Russian gangsters oh, dude. in England. Oh, dude. Or London. Oh, dude. This, yeah. this is a fruity movie. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, kind of, yeah. Like, we're talking about, we're talking about themes of, like, homophobia homosexuality like repressed homosexuality machismo like machismo i mean prostitution molestation like like really fucked up cold themes and how they kind of uh, like they're kind of like peels of a of a of a character just showing you know these really fucked up um new, new sides to to their motivations as the film goes the- on i feel like that's something that I don't. I haven't read the script, obviously, you know, beforehand. Um, it's also elevated. But I feel like that's something that Cronenberg kind of like elevates and and really makes the the film shine. It also elevated with the inclusion of the narration and how Cronenberg decided to handle that. You know, oh, uh, yeah. uh, you know, Tatiana Maslany, by the great. way, great. Didn't know. No, that. yeah, no, no, great. You know, great vocal performance. Um, she like yeah, she basically narrates uh uh kind of a, a situation that happens in the film and how it got to that. And, you know, it's kind of peeling, like you said, it's kind of peeling back a lot of characters and a lot of the, like, the film is surrounded by that. And, like, the inclusion of that insight from, like, a a, a person who went through that kind of really brings to light, uh, like, what, the, like, what the, the, the themes that this film is, like, exploring. And it all leads into, and it all leads into, like, the next scene, you get me? And, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, talking about, like, the, the, the fruitiness of this movie, 
yeah that rip like you know th- those themes really like those are themes that just come out of nowhere you know th- th- those are those are things that like you wouldn't expect from a film like this and because someone like Cronenberg handled it he was able to explore them in a way that just you know it feels right in this world and it feels like it it feels a uh, what's the term it fe- feels natural. it feels natural yeah like there's ex- mm-hmm. there you could like this is a life that they've been living you know and yeah. they, they're continuing to live and yeah this is just oh god dude i really did i i i want to talk about like a, a specific scenes but like you know it's better off if you just you know like go in as blind as possible uh it's it's yeah, so good i was good. able to find this on peacock surprisingly enough. yeah it was on peacock for free yeah, with ads to find it there. yeah with ads um well no you could you could also upgrade free trial. to watch it without yeah, yeah, ads too. too yeah no there's no free trial i mean you could just oh yeah free trial with like without ads yeah. but you could just make an account for free I rented it, and so. it will have ads with I rented it. it yeah, yeah. I, I was I was gonna say before we finish this off I wanna we talked about it a little bit earlier before we started the show but this one oddly enough I don't really like to say this with a lot of movies but this was one of those rare examples where I would have been really interested in seeing a sequel of you know to to this to this story because the way that yeah funny enough like looking back at the ending it's a good ending but they kind of just go right into it you know like it kind of just ends with the implication that there's going to be more things or that there are just things that are, you know, obviously left to be Better left unsaid, something yeah, else. something like that, yeah. Yeah, which is, at this point, which, you know, also pretty cool, too, to just leave it, you know, as, as is, is and just not yeah. go forward Another day it. in their lives. But, <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, like, there's been... Cronenberg uh, was trying to do a sequel to this forever with Stephen Knight and, and Viggo and um, Vincent Cassell to return to their roles. And... You know, looking back at at the ending, how everything kind of just like is left off, I would not be, I would not have have been, um, I wouldn't be upset to see a sequel to this movie. You know, like or or, like I would, I can kind of imagine the validity of having a sequel to this. Definitely considering, definitely considering what they were like, where these characters end up (laughs) in, where these characters end up at the end of it. I Mm -hmm. maybe like maybe it's too late. You know, maybe maybe it's too late for a sequel to this. You know, I feel like it, like if we would have gotten a sequel, it should have been almost right after. You know, but it's funny because we're talking about a movie that was made in Bush that was made and released in like Bush era America yeah. at that point. And yeah, I, I could agree with you. That could have been something that they could have just done. I mean, hey, considering everything that's been going on now, who knows what who knows what a story <laughs> yeah. like that could could be now today. I don't know if Cronin what's What's the next Cronenberg film? <laughs> Cronenberg's doing another movie that the title of it is this is the title of a short film he did, but it's a completely different story. I can't remember the name of it right now, but he's shooting his next movie right now. And I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like crimes of the future. This. Yeah. Signs of the future. Crimes. Yeah. Crimes. I feel like crimes of the yeah. future. OK. Um, I, I would really like. To oh, see Viggo Mortensen's coming that, back. That's it. It's no, it's okay. Viggo Mortensen, Christian Stewart, Lea Sado. Wow, yeah. that's a great cast. That's pretty good. Wow, it's <laughs> pretty good. You know, Gaspar Noe's doing a movie with Dario Argento oh, starring. Oh, fu- really? That's oh, that's sick. Yeah. That's cool. I love yeah, that. It's fucking wild. But fuck, I, I completely <laughs> forgot to mention, dude. Uh, uh well, I, I guess we're done with Eastern Promises. Like, no, that, that's yeah. It. I was just saying, like, especially in terms of like, yeah, um. Cronenberg's social commentary, I feel like that would have been a movie that would have been perfect to come out immediately afterwards. Yeah. In it still worked today, though. I feel like it could. 
It really I, could. No, I, I think it would definitely still work today, especially <laughs> with the shit that we've gone through. Can't imagine Vigo yeah. doing that now. Dude, it would be fucking oh, awesome. Dude. I think he still he can. He still can, 100%. 100%. Manta, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what were you going to say? I, I'm done with Easter Promises. Great Amazing movie. movie. Highly uh, uh, yeah, great, great. Uh, I completely forgot to mention uh, that I wanted to include this um, uh, prior, but um, Colin Farrell and Rachel Weisz are, star- are, are starring together again in a Todd Solidus movie. Solance, Solance, who is the director of Wiener Dog and Happiness. Uh, yeah, two very fucked I, up, I two this. very fucked up movies that I highly recommend you guys watch. It's called Love Child, and it's a modern retelling, a modern humorous retelling of Oedipus, set in Texas. Oh no! <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Speaking of those two, isn't Yorgos doing a new movie now with Emma Stone again? Uh, I believe so. I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. This is just not, ba- not bad for n- interesting, weird directors. Oh fuck yeah! No, I'm so I'm, and like and like Colin Farrell, Rachel Weisz coming together again. I think that's really sick. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think we're done. That was a good. Yeah. One. That was a good movie to revisit. Yeah. So for next episode, what the fuck are we doing? We're doing something a little what different here. Now that we have the hindsight of doing things in two weeks. Don't worry, I'm not going to give you something super long. But next week, I'm recommending... I'm trying to find the... Where the fuck is the tab I found for this thing? Okay. You have Hulu, right, Victor? (laughs) You like competition shows, right, Victor? Uh, Sure. Next episode, we're going to watch the first season of Temptation Island. Tem- the reality temptation i what yeah this oh is a show, this, we're gonna this is a show that um um our buddy adrian who's gonna be joining us next episode to talk about talk with us about that is just so fucking wild and terrifying just from the premise it's essentially um like all these couples are brought into an island all the women are in one spot all the men are in the other. And the premise is essentially, from what I can tell, is they have to be as faithful as possible throughout the time that they're there in that island. And there are many... And the, and the problem is, for all those men, there's a lot of hot women in that island, in that portion of their island. Oh, no. And for all those women, there's a, hot, a lot, there's a lot of hot men in that portion of their oh, island. Oh, no. I've heard really funny, <laughs> stupid things about this show. And okay, this I is different. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. Why not? This is you different. Know? I've been rewatching. I've been rewatching Total Drama Island again. So might as well go into something you know ridiculous. How, again. how long is the first season? I would like this. Uh, I looked it up on Hulu, which you could watch there. So follow along with us there. It's like eleven episodes. Okay. Eleven hours that first season. Okay. Which is way shorter than I thought. Two weeks. I mean, That's doable. Yeah, two That's weeks. Doable. I could I could probably start binging it now because I was actually pretty curious of checking it. Okay. Out. <laughs> yeah. Next episode, Temptation, Temptation Island, Island. The reboot, actually, the most recent version okay. because it's apparently an older version from I think the UK. Okay, makes which sense. Which is usually yeah, how yeah, these makes fucking sense. Love Island, go. Love Island, yeah, yeah. Like, Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> Season one, America version, on Hulu. All right, Temptation Island. We're watching it next week. That's a recommendation. Yeah. Nice. Okay, can you can you handle the temptation? I guess I can. <laughs> I hope I hope no. We this can. is exciting and this is this sounds fun. <laughs> I know temptation. The first episode, wait. temptation begins. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, let's go. All right, <laughs> we are done. Where can we find you, buddy? Now.
You, we, you can find me at some You can find me at some Cruz on Twitter. Victor, where can we find you on the you show? You can find me at Vikram Kava on Twitter. You can find the show at American Nerds on Instagram. And you can follow us. You can listen to us on all platforms that includes Apple Pod. Well, most platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts specifically. Those are... Oh, yeah. Did we not mention we switched to, yeah, a, we switch to our, a new uh, podcast? Yeah, we're, we have a new, yeah. we have a new uh, a host. So we have... Le- where we're Anchor Yeah, where we're with Anchor now, which is like kind of the Spotify... Uh, I guess we're a Spotify host podcast now which is weird um but um yeah so it's you know narrowing down the narrowing down uh the uh, platforms but i think i think that's better to be honest easy easier for us to market (laughs) and easy is for us for you know to not spend anything on yeah it's also free so that's that's nice that's a nice that's a nice guarantee for us to do the same things that we've been doing but you know for for free free. yeah so that's nice all right but yeah we're done heroes give head remember that ladies and gents and y'all have is that going to be the title of the episode? Heroes Give Head? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's Maybe. a good one. All heroes. Oh, wait, no. What's like all heroes wear capes? All heroes eat ass? Our, no, all heroes, that's too much. Uh, uh, all heroes go down. Batman eats pussy. All heroes Batman go eats down. Pussy. Batman eats pussy is also a good one. But, uh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Will Apple Podcast censor the word pussy? That's the thing. Uh, we could do like a little like asterisk on it or something. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like Hubert yeah, or Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, was that? Yeah, that is a thunderstrike right now. Oh my now. god. All right, all right. Bye. <laughs> and I am out yeah, of here. Peace. I assume you are as well. Take care, y'all. All heroes go down. <laughs>